Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of NPV Media's Sports Talk with the guys, home of the Monday morning quarterbacks on Saturday. What a glorious morning, November 13, 2021, just two days after Veterans Day. We thank all veterans for their service. The one closest to us, closest to our hearts, of course, just recently retired, Cuervo himself. And uh, General America, congratulations to him after 20 years of service. And who knows? Who knows? Maybe we'll be blessed and he might stop by in this morning. But the Monday morning quarterbacks are live on Saturday morning. No one is safe while we troll the digital airwaves. Join us as we discuss the latest events of the world, latest events in the world of sports, and review the events of the past week. Remember, no fantasy sports here. We keep it real. And you need to remember that we kill brain cells. And as such, we just might be the purveyors of the zombie apocalypse. You have been warmed. Warned! Oh my goodness, it's slipping already. As evident, we are repetitive and redundant. We have no peers. As you know, we are the internet's ongoing traffic wreck. And we carry more water for sports than (laughs) Depends can handle. So check it out. And we already have a few comments in the chat room. Good morning, Ayesha. Good morning, good morning from across the pond. Thank you. We already have our first like. Thank you. We have several people watching us already. Let us know who you are and where you hail from. And, of course, the commentators and pundits for this program. Scorekeeper, Big Dog, Dream, Speed, and Almighty. So hopefully they'll be joining me shortly. But we're going to get to it right now. As you know, over here in hell, it's only 58 degrees. And it's going to get to a high of 89. Wow. Overnight low 61. So it's actually going to be warmer this evening tomorrow morning than it is now. Ugh, not looking forward to it. Right now, uh, the humidity is 36%. Yeah, I'm really beginning to understand the humidity stuff, knowing that I am a geography major, but that's neither here nor there. Yes, I studied geography and then geology. I discovered geology through geography. So I'm no Sheldon, even though I've been accused of being as such. I know. I have more followers, and I do take picture of my food. So, anyway, the pressure is 30.05 inches right now. Visibility is 10 miles. Allegedly, it's still dark outside at 6.03 a.m. Pacific time. And the wind is kind of heading towards the southeast at 2 miles per hour. The dew point is 31 degrees. Obviously, at this hour, the UV index is 010. And we are in a waxing gibbous for the moon phase. Woohoo! Got that one out of the way. Today in sports, wow. Back in 1865, the Harvard-Yale game is the first college football contest with uniforms. Well, I understand the original Olympics were competed with. You know what? Let it go. I have a hard time finding the door. Let it go, woman. Uh, Back in 1968, Bob Gibson edges Pete Rose to win the National League MVP. That was the year of the pitcher. It was impressive. In 1973, on this day, Oakland A's Reggie Jackson wins the American League MVP unanimously. Or in the Mad Monster Party, unanimous. unanimous, That's 100%. A lot of you don't know what the Mad Monster Party is, but that's all right. In 1988, Brazilian McLaren driver 
Artin Senna finishes second in the season ending Australian Grand Prix in Adelaide to win his first Formula One World Drivers' Championship. Wins the title by three points from Elaine Prost. And in 1991, Boston Red Sox Roger Clemens wins American League Cy Young Award. Wow. So just a few things happening in our look back in history. And let me close Outlook because the email is going crazy and I'm just growing excessively tired about that. Uh, geography, history, and poli sci. That's uh, my three loves. And God bless you, Aisha, for this early in the morning. And it is 6.05. It is time for our joke. Let's see if you like it. And uh, here we go. Patient walks to the doctor's office and he says, Doctor, I'm thinking, uh, you know, that I'm going to keep my dog. Okay, lie down on the couch and I'll examine you. I can't. I'm not allowed on the furniture. Okay, that one was kind of lame. I don't have a backup one because a backup one turned out to be a homophobic one. And I'm not prepared to wage that battle this early in the morning because I'm too stupid. I'm stupid enough that I would have said the joke, but this time I read it through to the end. I'm like, okay. I don't even think it was really funny, to tell the truth. It had to do with, actually, it might have been racist as well, the joke. Here, here. Hadn't had my coffee when I read it and I got it right. It was rather insensitive. But very quickly in the land down under in cricket.com.ua. Wow. Right now, Brisbane. Brisbane Heat women win by three wickets. Ugh. Uh, it was 792 to 791 over the Sydney Sixers women. Congratulations to them. And, of course, round one of the Telstra Premiership in National Rugby League Union. And good morning, Marlon. Thank you for that. Thank you for everyone watching us. Uh, yeah, I noticed. I'm really getting that feel for you, Aisha, that you are a military maven. Look forward to that. Who knows? Maybe you'll be joining me on one of my history programs, but we'll see. Uh, round one is going to start on March 10th. So the season has got a little ways to go, folks. So just wanted to let everyone know that. Got to make a note of that and uh yeah national rugby league is march 1st 2022 who's fooling myself that's not like i'm gonna write it down on my official notes because i haven't done that one right now but i do have a calendar as you know it's been going on since 2008 so it's all good right now at memorial park golf course in houston oh let's see if i can actually get this to work am i gonna do it right do I? Oh, of all the things, I don't have a PGA logo. Ah, bonehead. All right, well, I'm going to search for those logos. Better make another note. Search for PGA and National Rugby League and Cricket logos for Sports Talk with the guys. I like it. Ah, taking notes as I go along. In the Houston Open, going right now from November 11th through 14th, and it's in Houston, Texas. Martin Trainer, minus 10 at 130 strokes. He's leading. Kevin Tway is minus 9. Adam Long, minus 7. 
Tied for fourth is Kramer Hickok, Adam Schneck, Scotty Scheffler. They are all minus six and 134. Then you have tied for seventh, Wyndham Clark, minus five, 135, as is Max McGreevy, Matthew Neesmith, Kelly Kraft, Kevin Mitchell, and everyone else, Mark Leishman, Lanto Griffin, Jason Cockrick, and that's as far as we're going to go on that one. So that's a quick look at PGA. I don't know if the women are playing. Take a look right now. No. Last one they had was uh, a little while ago, back in late September, early October. So that's okay. Uh, Taking a quick look. Uh, As you know, uh, I think I'm ready for this one. In World Cup qualifying. Oh, wow. Something just went by the office. That's why I kind of paused. I do apologize. So it kind of threw me for a moment. In World Cup qualifying yesterday, USA, USA, USA. Now, since my family is from Mexico, I was born here. My parents were born over there. Does that make Mexico my alma mater? I don't think so. That's just where my parents are from. My heritage. But in a World Cup qualifier... And in an article posted on Sports Talk with the guys, we're talking about the possible end of friendlies. So you might you might want to take a look at that article. It's kind of cool. It takes a while to get going, but it's actually well written. Thank you, Tony Kanapka. I appreciate the like. Thank you for joining us this early in the morning. Don't forget, folks, in about 50 minutes, we're going to be doing our NFL picks. It's been working that we're able to do it. But USA once again, establishes dominance. Since 1994, USA has been leading the series like 14 to 10 and like 80, 80 ties. But uh, they've won yet again, and uh, it's pretty good. So, uh, wow. In several other games in CONCACAF World Cup qualifiers... Uh, Canada, oh, while USA beat Mexico 2 to nothing, everyone is talking about the USA being the fully dominant one. And they're doing well right now. I don't know if they're fully dominant. As far as versus Mexico, who's your daddy? It is the United States right now. But as far as being, I don't know. They've actually passed Mexico in the standings. I believe Mexico is number 13. And the United States is now number nine overall, which I don't understand why. But, hey, I'm not an odds maker. Whatever. I am odd, and I am a maker, but I'm not an odds maker. I just need to clarify. I know, Tony. I have issues this early in the morning, but I still appreciate the like, buddy. Thank you, thank you, thank you. As I mentioned, United States 2 to nothing. Also in another World Cup qualifier, Canada. 1 to nothing over Costa Rica. So... Uh, good stuff. And I believe on the 16th, Jamaica uh, is visiting the USA. Also, Canada is visiting Mexico. And uh, those are for World Cup qualifiers. And running over to the MLS. I don't have a soccer one. I'm going to add that one to the list. MLS. So I need a logo for that one because I'm going to try to put the logo on as we discuss the sport. You know, after doing this since 2008, finally getting my act together. But uh, in MLS, in standings right now, we'll go over 
some of the stuff that's happening in standing right now in the Eastern Conference. New England is up on top by 73 points. Actually, this is by conference. Uh, I usually like going with the uh, divisional stuff, but it doesn't matter. New England, 73 points. Philadelphia, 54, tied with Nashville. New York City is 51, tied with Atlanta and Orlando. This is in the Eastern Conference. And then we have, on the outside looking in, D.C., Columbus at 47, Montreal 46, Miami's 41, Chicago 34, Toronto 28, and Cincinnati 20. I don't know why I went into my Oh, I can't think of the movie. The the Miami Drug Lord. Uh, oh, my goodness. Hey, he done now. Say hello to my little friend. Calm down. Wasn't, wasn't bringing the family members in. I was just being sarcastic. In the Western Conference, MLS standings. Colorado, 61. Seattle, 60. Kansas City, 58. You see, I'm dangerous when I'm alone. But I thank everyone who's watching right now. And for those watching in the archive, we do appreciate it as well. It means a great deal to us. You don't catch us live and you still tolerate us as a recording. From my heart, from my speech, and from my mind, thank you. Kansas City and Portland are tied at, oh, no, they're not. Kansas City is 58, Portland is 55. Minnesota and Vancouver are tied at 49, Salt Lake's 48. And uh, then we have L.A., 48. LAFC 45 and eh, the rest, you know how that goes. So we're good. In NHL, last night, November 12th, Buffalo over Edmonton 3-2. Toronto 2-1 over Calgary in overtime. Philadelphia edged Carolina 2-1. Washington 4-3 over the Blue Jackets. Chicago 2-1 over Arizona. And in play today, Boston takes on New Jersey at 1 p.m. Eastern time. The Kings visit Winnipeg at 7 p.m. That game is going to be on NHLN and SN36. Toronto's at Buffalo, Pittsburgh at at Ottawa. I was going to say Ontario. I apologize. Montreal, Detroit, Florida, Tampa Bay. Uh, The Rangers visit the Columbus Blue Jackets at all times 7 p.m. Eastern. I apologize. St. Louis, Carolina at 7.30. Arizona, Nashville at 8, all times Eastern. Philadelphia, Dallas also at 8. San Jose Sharks, Colorado, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Vancouver at the Vegas Vikings at 10 p.m. And Minnesota, Seattle. Those are games on tap for today. And uh, let me see. We actually have several comments. You're rolling this one. It is my first day out since Halloween, so I'm just waking up with you. Ah, my brother, thank you. Uh, I'm trying. But uh, thank goodness I'm not over in the Niagara Falls area, which is probably closer to you than it is to me. Because if I'm rolling, I have to be careful and not roll over on a barrel. So a joke from 1939 Magazine, but I thought you'd like it. Office boy says, the boss is taking interest in me. Or is he? Office boy. Yes. He asked if I work here. <laughs> I do like it. Aisha, I like it. So, folks, there it is. We may be getting something here where I ask everyone who's watching us also to bring in a joke. That would be, that is cool. I I like that. So, (laughs) yes, I appreciate that joke. He's taking an interest in me. Uh, Very quickly, in NHL standings in the Eastern Conference in the Metropolitan Division, Carolina has 20 points tied with Washington. 
followed by the Rangers, 17, Philadelphia, New Jersey, 16, Columbus and Pittsburgh, 14, and the New York Islanders are 12. In the Atlantic Division, Florida has 22 points, Toronto 19, Detroit 16, Tampa Bay 15, Buffalo 14, Boston 12, Boston, ah! Montreal 9, and Ottawa 7. In the Western Conference, in the Central Division, San Luis He's tied with the Hemelitos of Minnesota. That's much closer to you, Tony. At 18, Winnipeg is 17, Nashville 17, Colorado 11, Dallas and Chicago 10, Arizona 3. I find it amusing that Arizona and Minnesota are in the same. Yes, I was doing geographically, the way I see the map of the world. Arizona's down there. See, California squishes Arizona. There was no political or moral commentary on that one. It was more economic. I have clients in Arizona, so I have to be very careful what I say. Do I have anyone in Minnesota? No. No, I don't. That's neither here nor there. Arizona has three points. Ah! They're 112-1. and one. Mother of God! Benitez! In the Pacific Division, Edmonton, 20 points. Anaheim, the Mighty Ducks, so Big Dogs team is doing very well. They're 19 points, followed by Calgary, 18 the Los Angeles Kings are in at 17. Say hello to my little friend. I don't know why I'm doing that one. I try to do accents, but you've heard the whole story of the accents. He just doesn't work for me. And I don't know why it looks like I'm, I'm a dog. And I'm, hey, it doesn't work for me. <laughs> Los Angeles, 17 points. Vegas, Knights are 16. San Jose, sorry, Matthew. 15 points. Vancouver, 12. And Seattle, 9. So... As you know, in NHL stuff. Oh, and duh, duh, duh. That's what we were going to do when we were going to start NHL. So, man, I blew it on that one. So, yesterday, my sister was visiting with me, and we were taking care of some personal stuff. She was going to go to a no-shot against Office Depot or Office Max or whatever. But if you want to scan a document or send a document via fax or email or whatever it's a dollar 99 for the first page and 99 cents for the second we scanned yesterday in excess of 300 pages she says she's gonna pay me i don't know what that means it's the older sister she actually does i'm just being a jerk right now i don't know why i told that story i am all over the place surely in the morning so oh and she was here and we heard the vroom Room. My sister was like, are those your cats running up and down the street? I said, no, those are not my cats running up and down the street. And then we hear it again. Room. Like, what the hell is that? I said, that's NHRA. Over this entire weekend, that's all we're going to hear is the competition of the dragster. I did announce this in previous programs that NHRA is going to have their final championship here in Pomona. Where, by the way, I don't know if you know, there is the museum uh, in for motorsports right here at the Pomona Fairplex, and I think I'm only 15 blocks away. And like a bonehead, I still haven't done so. But speaking of not having done so, he is the big dog. Good morning, big dog. How are you? You got a haircut. I had a lot of stuff, but thank you for that. Uh, Aisha comes in with the second joke. Ooh, golfer. I've never played on a course as bad as this in my life. Caddy says, 
You left the cars 20 minutes ago, sir. You're in Smith's Rock Garden now. <laughs> I like that one. So that's two, Aisha. Thank you. I like it, like it, like it. So good morning, Big Dog. How are you this morning? But yes, I shaved because I went out on Thursday night. No one needs to know. <laughs> yeah, you caused you caused the team to lose. Damn it. Because we when we went out and watched the game, the team San, San Francisco lost, which we were all going for. So now, again, you went on Thursday, and now the team lost. So it is you. I enjoy the fact, and usually my assistant works uh, here in the office on Tuesdays. As you know, her name is Claudia. She's been on a few of the videos in the past. And uh, my daughter and Claudia work with me on Tuesdays. That's our office day here at Jedi.tax and NDB Media because she does do some NDB Media functions as well. But uh, that's neither here nor there. So I was I was liking the fact that we went – Big Dog and I went out on a Sunday night to catch a Laker game. Yes. And it was just damn fun. I, I, I'd like to believe, Big Dog, that we had a good time. And yes, Big Dog, by the way, uh, quick from Aisha – so she's asking to see how you're doing, young man. Morning, Aisha. How you doing? And I want to give a shout out to Aisha and to Tony. They were in as the program began. So thank you. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned that earlier, but anyway, and she's already come out with two uh, very funny jokes. But uh, Big Dog and I had a good time watching the Laker game. And then uh, my daughter. Uh, the aforementioned Claudia and I went out to catch the last World Series game at Applebee's and it worked out on a Tuesday night. We had a blast. So she was kind of edging out, didn't want to show up on Tuesday because she was busy at a regular job. And I said, hey, let's go out on Thursday instead. And sure enough, she actually came over on Wednesday to do her office day. And then on Thursday, we went to watch the football game. And throughout the evening, both Claudia and my daughter, Giselle, God bless them. Those two girls can drink. They really can. While I'm busy, they're downing my Coke soda. They're downing their margaritas and their Modellos. And it was good. Someone had to drive. But uh, it was it was fun. And they were figuring that the evening was being called early based on my des- uh, deposition, uh, disposition. I didn't understand why. I'm like, no, I'm fine. Everything's great. Well, it's... Claudia said, well, you seem a little stressed. You seem a little unhappy. I said, what are you talking about? And then I looked at the score. I'm like, oh, it's because the damn team's losing. Not because I want to leave. Because they're losing. And I joked about it that everyone went for Baltimore. Yep. And it happens. When we all jump off together, we all die together, big dog. Yep. And I have a joke for you since everybody's doing jokes. Go ahead, big Now, uh, it, it is your choice, though. Would you like would you like the clean joke or would you like the dirty joke? You know, big dog, no holes barred here. I don't care. You know, uh, we've already paid our price for the allegedly dirty joke, which was on the record, damn harmless. But you know what? It's okay. Uh, you know, I you know, big dog, I did the stupid thing of rereading the communication over the last two three months. I was my mistake. Shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have done that. But you know what? I found four lies. Four lies, which they contradicted themselves and stated. So you know what, big dog? You know, I know where we stand. The joke stands for itself. 
So uh, oh, okay. I, I, I realized that I was lied to by that individual. That's as far as I'm going to go right now because you know what? Um, I have the written proof. And before they're deleted, I made sure to fo- you know photocopy them. Or not photocopy them, but to take images of them. But uh, I really am unhappy because I took the time to just read through them. And like I said, four lies from that individual. So, whatever. Well, then, okay, since, since you're up for a dirty joke, since you gave me permission. Um, like I needed to give you permission. There was only one joke I said, do not air. That was it. Did you know sex before marriage is a sin? Unless, I'll of course, you, you do it doggy style. Because as you all know, because as everyone knows, all dogs go to heaven. <laughs> That's funny. That's actually <laughs> funny. That is, oh my God, how is that dirty in any way whatsoever? <laughs> I think Aisha's going to get a kick out of that one. Oh my goodness. Uh, yes, my two jokes came from the 1939 December copy of Boys Own Magazine. That's funny. Uh, a lot of the jokes that I steal, I'm sorry, use. Uh, I'll give you guys the website. It is updated regularly, but that'll be a little bit later. Playboy.com? No. Uh, the Auto Club Finals, NHRA, are right now the Camping World, November 11th or 14th, right here in Pomona, California. So I know that about 9 or 9.30, we're going to start hearing them, and we'll see if I can get them to show up on the mic. And you're going to get it live <laughs> from NHRA. So... Uh, it should be fun. Uh, Formula One, as you know, uh, Brazil, November 12th or 14th. It's going on right now. So I should have done this one. There it is. Formula One. Woo-hoo! Brazil, uh, practice number two is about 33 minutes away. And, of course, you know the race is tomorrow. So I did have a story. And I do apologize. I'm going to see if I find it. It was from last week or so that – Apparently, the city of Miami is looking to bring Formula One over to Miami, and they're talking about experience. I said, well, if you want experience, just go to Florida. You got a good chance of dying. Just, you know, <laughs> just go to Florida. But that's neither here nor there. That wasn't a political commentary. So do they want, uh, in the article that you read about that, did, do they want a street race like they do in Monaco? Morocco, excuse me? Yes, due to the waterfront property uh, that Miami has, some incredible waterfronts. Uh, that's what they're looking at doing, yes. Uh, did you say Monaco? Yeah, I know. That's why I very quickly corrected myself. Um, I know, but I'm not going to go it, ahead and it, correct you because I'm it, not a English Nazi. Uh-huh. I'm just a stormtrooper. <laughs> it'd be interesting to see if they could actually oh, pull it I off I wish I would have my brown shirt on that would have been funny I could have said I, I'm a Nazi stormtrooper anyway it'd be interesting to see if they could pull it off Miami only because in Morocco of course everybody loves these races and, and you know they, they come out by probably the hundreds of thousands but in Miami <clears throat> you know you have a bunch of idiot uh, college kids who may not want to um uh, adhere to the fact that streets would be closed for pretty much most of the day or most of a couple of days. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, it remains to be seen. Yeah. I, I yeah, have true. no idea. Uh, 
In Long Beach, surprisingly, it shuts down for three days, which is, but it's already something that's been happening here for a while. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And I don't know when the race is going to be anyway, Big Dog. So, uh, but they are looking to bring it over into Miami. I'm going to check out if I, I'm going to see if I can find that article. But very quickly, we have we're at six thirty, so we're doing well. We're going to hit four top stories this morning. Um, as a matter of fact, I don't know if you heard, but this is kind of a minor one, but I still want to get to it right now. As you know, Tom Brenneman, who was a sportscaster for thirty five years, he was a national baseball. Uh, broadcaster, and he was with the Cincinnati Reds, and I believe it was in 2020, he was talking about a home run or calling the game, and he used a homophobic slur. So uh, he apologized on air, and he was suspended almost immediately and fired within days. He apologized on air, and I believe he apologized after that. And right now, um, the deal is he was on a podcast with another former announcer. And he was talking about how people are unhappy with his apology. He didn't apologize enough when he says, hey, look, Tony Cavasalo's wife, I believe that was the baseball player who hit the home run, said, dude, it's over. Let it go. And Tom Brenneman said something to the effect of, I do not know the player. I do not know his wife. And even his wife said, yeah, let it go. And yet people are still ripping him for the apology. And it is something that we've seen, Big Dog, today, that people who really have no, nothing to do with the topic, much less being an aficionado, it's just... To use the dog term, they're dogpiling just because, because they can, because they're on the internet. I don't know, big dog. What do you, what do you feel on that? That these people are saying that uh, he hasn't apologized enough. Remember, he did this on air an inning or two after, saying, "Hey, look, what I said was uh, in the heat of the moment, but I'm sorry." Uh, he said basically, "I effed up." He didn't say. I'm sorry that you're offended for what you heard. He says, look, I effed up. That was it. But apparently he hasn't apologized enough. Um, yeah, those people are idiots. Uh, I would have to listen to the apology uh, just to see if it sounds sincere. Because as you know, we've heard apologies both that you could tell that it, 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 was, it was sincere, it was from the heart. We've also heard the apologies that you know, uh, they pretty much said management is making me say this, you know, the part where guys, I'm sorry. I apologize. And the other ones, Oh guys, you know, it, it's just not me. I, I am so sorry. You know, you can hear the difference in it. So I haven't heard the apology, um, to see if it's sincere or not, but for the people that are saying, Oh, he hasn't apologized enough. Um, sorry, it's you know the apologies to the person he offended, and of course to management, so he keeps his job. Um, not to uh, you know keyboard warrior number twenty seven fifty three. So it's the cancel culture that's out there. 
they're not happy, so they they want to they want to, you know, make something of it. Uh, former Cincinnati Reds broadcaster Tom Brenneman appeared this week on the podcast of former Sacramento Kings broadcaster Grant Napier and suggested he has seen and heard enough of the criticism of his on-air apology in 2020 for using a homophobic slur, which included a Nick Castellanos home run call. Napier asked Brenneman during the If You Don't Like That with Grant Napier podcast if the amount of criticism of his apology has bothered him. He says, yes. When you're going through it in the moment in time and you're live on television, there's a game going on which you're also trying to announce because that's why you're there. And all of these things are going through your mind, including, you know, there's a real good chance that after you apologize, you know you might never work in that baseball world, the NFL world, and the basketball world, whatever it might be. You might never have a chance to do something that you only know how to do for 35 years. I'm going to put the link in the chat room. It is from USA Today, and it does have the apology there. It's for you uh, to determine. I'm not going to pass judgment here. We discussed this several, well, back when it happened, and it's for you to decide. He apologized on air. He realized what he had done whether he was nudged and said, hey, idiot, you realize what you just did? It doesn't really matter at this point. It's for you to determine whether it was heartfelt or not. I heard it, and I was sympathetic because having met Tom Brenneman and heard him over the years, I've never heard him be mean. I've never heard him be anything. He has a horrible, horrendous mark on him. 35 years, folks. So consider that. I, you know, it, it is a bummer. Whether you believe he is that way or not, that's for you. And I love pointing out how people deny that they're this and this, and you can find 35 million instances as to why they are the way they're being accused. Tom Brenneman, good luck. You're not going to find anything. No one rips him. No one has anything. No one had anything to say about it. So, uh, the link is there. I think I did place it in the chat room. I did not. I'm going to do that now. You may be able to access it. And you can give your thoughts on that uh, either today or a little bit later. But there it is, folks. You can check it on the chat room. Um, in one that's another story close to home, Corey Benjamin, a former NBA basketball player, has his daughter playing uh, some high school basketball. Did you see the story, Big Dog? Yeah. I'm not and, sure if it's high, it's high school. I think it's like that AAU or the, those tournaments that Kobe had his daughter into and, and some a lot of former NBA players had their, their kids into. I forgot what, what the acronym is, but uh, it's not quite high school, but it's tournament style. How young is the, uh, the uh, player, uh, the, the daughter? I believe she's either 15 or 16. Okay. That's where I got the high school stuff from. But uh, what happened is this, folks. She has a history of beating up opposing players. There's two instances in the video. And apparently she was either suspended or kicked out of a game prior. But the... The uh, Benjamin himself apologizes after daughter punches an, op- an opponent. And she's a big girl. And 
it's not a shot that she's a big girl, but she's a big girl compared to the player that she decked. And uh, it's disappointing. Her name is Lauren Ham, the young lady that she laid out on the court. I got to give credit to Ham. She she got hit. She got hit hard. She turns to the floor. And she's down for, I don't know, big dog, what was it, just maybe two, three seconds? She starts to get up again. I, I got it granted. You know. Oh, uh, I could have sworn on the video I saw that she doesn't get up because she's concussed. Okay, well, again, there's two videos at least, so I don't know which one you saw because I believe the first one the player may not have gotten up, and that might be the one that you're talking about. I don't know. Yeah, the, the, is- one that was, the one that was shown by, you know – uh, across everywhere uh, a couple of days ago. That's the one with the, the girl, Yam, me, uh, whatever uh, the girl's name, the Asian girl that got hit. She's the one that stays on the ground. And then there's the other one that just came out yesterday was from, I guess, about a year or so ago where she gets into a scuffle with not one but two girls. And she's, you know, she's just letting those those fists fly on the one girl who was about her height. They just got tangled up, and uh, uh, she starts fighting. And that one, I believe they said she was suspended. Uh, excuse me, she was uh, she was suspended, of course, from the game, and then she was expelled from the team and that tournament. So, uh, and on this one, she has immediately been uh, expelled from the tournament and the team, and the mother has also been uh, expelled. Uh, to ever showing up to those type of tournaments because it was the mother who egged her on that when what happened was is a, uh, the the young girl shot a three-pointer and as she was landing and she took one or two steps back the, the other the girl she hit they their feet got tangled up and they both just fell on the floor there was no shoving there was none of that going on and she uh uh, they both kind of get up, and they're both walking down the court. I didn't hear it, but uh, everyone there and reports are saying that the mother was saying, you better not let her get away with that. And that's when you see the girl come and just she just clocks her, and, and the girl falls to the ground and, you know, holding the back of her head. Everybody, you know, starts to, to confront the girl who hit her, and that's when the video stops, and then they interviewed the mother of the girl that got hit and uh, she's uh, uh, say she's doing well, but she did uh, uh, get a concussion. So she's concussed and the girl that got hit, they say she's been playing since she was like five years old. So she's grown up in these tourneys. So she's just hoping she said it doesn't deter um, her passion for basketball in the future. And of course they, they, they both sides they retained a lawyer and then it it came out that the girl's dad is a former NBA player who I believe played for the Chicago Bulls. He yes. apologized for her for his daughter and for the mom, saying they were both way out of line. And he apologizes for that. Uh, he wasn't he was not there at the game, so uh, <clears throat> uh, you know he's acknowledging you know, that, that it was kind of their fault, which is going to help, I guess, uh, anything in, in that happens legally to, to, for the mom, for him to say, you know, yes, they were out of line. There, there was no reason for her to be doing that. So. Okay. Well, well here's happens. the video. 
This is from the local affiliate. It is grainy, and I'm sorry. Look at that. There's the one, the most recent one. Yeah. And and then see now, uh, see, look, like I said, look, see, she just falls on her. See, no, no pushing, no nothing. And as they're walking back, that's when the mo- the mother's yelling, "Hey, you better not let her get away with that." So she does that. <clears throat> this is his line, Corey Benjamin. As a father, I'm shocked and disappointed at my daughter's behavior, and this is not a reflection of the values and standards that my family holds, nor does it exemplify the values, character, and spirit of sportsmanship that the game of basketball requires. My daughter made a mistake. Not once, but twice. Yep. Okay. So, Mr. Benjamin, uh, I don't think anyone would deny your words as being genuine. But when it comes to the behavior of your daughter, uh, I don't, I, you know, hey, dad, I get it. You're defending the family. And I don't blame you for that. I don't even call you blind at it. But dude, this isn't a one time. She didn't make a mistake. Folks, choosing violence is not a mistake. It is a decision, whether it was in the heat of the moment or not. And it's, it's just, man, look. Big Dog and I could probably, and I, I didn't mean to say that, but he'll, if he agrees with me on this next sentence, he'll tell you. But I think Big Dog and I can believe in, in the heat of the moment, in a in a tough game that you're pushing, shoving, and lots of elbows are flying, you can snap. Yeah, okay. I agree. And, <clears throat> but even Big Dog and I, who have been pushing and shoving, we don't snap. We generally get mad and we kind of like, push the player off. We don't sucker punch. We don't do any of that. We we don't have that uh, measure of aggression. Now, granted, this young lady is only 15. And yes, Aisha, that was no mistake. It was quite a deliberate response to the other girl. And if it is true, as Big Dog states, that the mother was egging her on, Big Dog, where does this aggression come from? What is it? I, you know, I've talked yeah. about attitudes on how you get to where you are. People say, well, what would you do if you were that? I'm not. I don't have that. I don't have that desire. I don't have that killer instinct. We've, I've talked about Barry Bonds being the dick, dickish, having that dickish behavior. It was that dickish behavior that got him to where he was. Uh, I, how is it? And Aisha, I do appreciate that comment. It was not a mistake. We're on the same page. It was egged on by the mother. Where does it come from? Where? They're kids, for goodness sake. And it's especially in that one. In in the video that, that surfaced yesterday, which was of the previous encounter uh, from uh, from last year, that one they they were tussling. You know, they were under the basket. They were kind of getting a little rough, and, the, and it, it got out of hand, and that's when she hit. But this one, if, if scorekeeper can show it from the beginning oh. again, uh, you can see there is no uh, malice by the girl that gets hit or, or intention or anything. Look, there it Look, is. See, and it see, she didn't even touch her. In fact, it's the girl who threw the punch. It's her fault for not noticing the player behind her. And you know, most of us, when and we're tripped, when there's contact, we turn around and see what it is. She didn't even turn around. 
She's watching the play. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll give yeah, the young yeah. lady credit for watching the ball and staying on it. And then when the ball's moving back, she looks back, and then I guess she heard mommy saying, don't let her get away with that. So first of all, the blindness of the mother to think that that was aggressive. Yes, look at it carefully. She does put her hand up to her, but it looks like her legs get caught, which is very common, right, Big Dog? Yep. It actually happens a lot in the NBA and in college and in, oh, ooh. I almost lost my <laughs> stuff. But high school and on the court, uh, it's just, uh, I, I, I don't get it. And Mr. Benjamin, I don't think that when you were on the court, you were known as a bad player. No, you, I, I believe you were a journeyman that had a career and I, I, when I, I looked it up, there's no bad words about you, dude. I followed basketball for what coming over 40 years now. Stop it. And I don't remember a Corey Benjamin. So yeah, no offense to you because you made it to the show. And, right. and you were there, you know, for a few years. I don't know how many years. I didn't. I didn't look you up. But hey, you were there, so you know what it takes to get there. And I think for the fact that he put out, you know, that that uh, statement, and and he admits at the very end, saying, you know, it was a mistake because he knows, as a professional basketball player, he knows that was a dirty play, and there was no excuse for it. And and I think that was it. The nicest way for him to put it without throwing his own daughter under the bus you know and and we're not going to hear anything from the daughter and we probably should not because she's 15 let it go if she resorts to this kind of behavior at this age yes yes what will she get up to in the future well i'm almost i mean i can't say for sure but i am about 95 percent positive She's never going to play in a tournament again. There, they two two instances now that they have on video. Who knows if there's any other instances? Uh, but there's two on video. She will not be allowed in any type of tournament play whatsoever. That name will be put on a blacklist. I'm almost positive, as well as the mother's name also. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's it's bad, folks. And we'll see. That's why I see, look, it's not a mistake. And it's really bad. Uh, I'm, I'm disappointed by it. And it this is, this is what you're teaching your player. Don't let her get away. Look, mama, I understand it was the heat of the moment. But how blind are you? How effing blind are you that you thought that that was aggressive? Yes. The, the proverbial bang bang, it looks a lot different, right, big dog? When you're watching, how many times have you and I watched something and it looks bad, and then you kind of look at it again in the same speed, and you're like, oh yeah, okay, maybe it wasn't as bad as it, right? We've yeah, had and and even 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 on a bang bang, to me that there was nothing to that. Even in a no. bang bang se- sequence, there was nothing to that play. They both fell. In fact, like I said. The, the aggressor is the one that fell kind of on top of this girl. And they both got up and started just walking back, you know, for, to com, uh, continue playing. When the mom was heard, they said, they said you could hear it on video. <clears throat> and a lot, of, video. A, a lot of witnesses there 
said they heard the mom saying, you better not let her get away with that. And that's when the girl goes and, and takes that swing. And I know it's, it was grainy right here. Oh, and when I say I can't play video, it's I cannot upload it here because I'm not that smart. Uh, there's a way to do it. And I have to ask Josh because he's very smart. Uh, Josh Jones, he knows how to do that. And I never asked him. JJ. Ask Josh. Yes, I've got to ask Josh about that uh on how to upload the video real quick i know it's real easy i just don't know how to do it <clears throat> uploading videos so that being the case when i play the video on my screen i'm able to hear it but it doesn't translate to the program right here because i'm not that smart when it comes to the ergonomics of the program and yes I'm, i don't know why i'm talking with my hands but i am doing uh you, big had, to dog. Press, you had to press the ESAP button Okay, I'm not prepared. <laughs> sport, any sport can be a contact sport, but the sudden, but to suddenly clobber your opponent like that, I'm sorry, but I think you should rethink your life in sport. Yep. No, Aisha, yes. Uh, there's anger with that young lady, and if if the if the young lady is not angry and she's following Mama's anger, then Mama's the one that needs help. But my whole thing is when you see the video okay i'm being an, an a-hole when i say it but you know she's twice the size yes in every which way yes and that's what i mean you, you know big dog mama told you right because you were bigger than the other kids mama did tell you watch out for the the smaller ones right um sure okay Oh, okay. Sorry. Usually the gentle giants. Oh, that's right. Well, you're not. Okay. I apologize. Uh, usually the gentle giants are always told, watch out. And I don't know where it's somehow the memo, the email or text message was missed on this one about being a gentle giant. So uh, we'll see. Oh, another article from NDB Media's Dan Schlossberg. So it should be posted on Sports Talk with the guys shortly. So it's 6.50 a.m. We're going to get to our next story in just a moment. And then we're going to get into the NFL picks at 7 o'clock. So we're kind of tightening the program. We're doing the headline items first, and then we'll get to the other items. But very quickly, uh, other than uh, I mentioned it earlier, USA, 2 to nothing over Mexico. It looks like at least as far as USA and Mexico is concerned, USA is now the bigger brother in this relationship. Now in football, soccer as well. It was an impressive two to nothing win, and it was in Ohio. And I did post an article about it, and I'm now repeating myself. I apologize. Oh, that's where Almighty's at. That's why he's not here. He's sidelined reporting. Didn't think about that. Except he's not reporting. He's just sidelined. <laughs> that works. He is there, probably reading the article about the whole idea of friendlies there's a lot of tumult going on in the in fifa Concacaf, and a lot of other things right now as far as these friendlies we may not see them anymore due to the realignment and changes going on this has nothing to do with the fact that the world cup will not be in the summer this year of 2022 it will be later because as you know over there in bahrain or i'm sorry is that where it's going to be forgive me uh where's it going to be it's going to be in qatar as some people say, cutter. It's like, what? It's, it's oh, those again. people are idiots. 
the inherent lack thereof. Yes. There, put, put that logo up again. Where the hell do you get cutter from that? Well, they're saying that they're pronouncing it in the native. That's fine. In English, we say Mexico. We don't say Mexico because we're pronouncing it. We're using the English pronunciation. So the jackassery is well, just beyond the pale. Well, now. I don't know because I know a lot of people who speak very uh, eloquent English. And then when they say their name, all of a sudden they get Mexican. So I don't know about that. I don't say just, no like, just like the reporters no that are on there and they're, they're on channel four, channel two, channel seven, whatever channel they're on. And they're speaking and, and very eloquently speaking all of a sudden. Uh, okay. So uh, time to go back to you, John. So this is Maria Luis Gutierrez. You know, I'm like, okay, all of a sudden your accent comes out. Come on. Really? Hey, that's, that's okay. That's them. And also my co-host has done that once or twice also. Royer Noriega? Mm-hmm. Okay. I've even commented on it. <laughs> okay. Awesome. John Gruden is suing Roger Goodell, NFL, et al. Over the emails. Uh, apparently so, because he's stating in his case that of the 65,000 emails allegedly handed over, only his emails were released to the public and it was oh i'm sorry i said 65,000 emails i apologize more than 650,000 emails now remember this has to do with the washington football team and the atmosphere that was created so it was all the emails from the entire organization it surprised me there was only 650,000 but hey whatever could you imagine before emails they were memos you imagine having to look through all those memos? That's crazy. But That's he is doing the NFL, yes. And good morning, Gridiron Girl. Thank you for joining us. We're going to be getting to this. What's up, right Gridiron now. Girl? Uh, our likes this morning, of course, Gridiron Girl. Tony Kanapka and Aisha. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, we're going to get to it, but uh, I guess we'll get to Gruden. Oh, no, we still have a few more minutes, but he is suing them. I'm going to put the article in the chat room. It is, uh, well, he may have pause. This is how coincidental that only my emails were leaked. These are under seal. So uh, where are the other emails? Just mine were leaked. So uh, I don't know how true that is because we know that we've seen other emails related to the owner. So we've had two people that have had their stuff leaked. Uh, and, uh, well, I don't know. He may have claimed that it could be targeted. Uh, but it'll be it'll be something that will be determined in court, obviously. If they go over the other emails and there's a lot of other stuff and only his emails have pejorative items in there, if it turns out that someone else did, and they weren't leaked. I don't know. I don't know. He may have a he may have a case. So we'll see. 
What do you think about that big dog? Even have even bother to have a comment on that one? Gruden's uh, just searching for a way to recoup uh, some of that ten million dollar a year salary that that he lost out on. Because um, I believe he was barely in what the second or third year of that contract of a ten year contract, fourth year maybe. He was either in three or four. Okay, so he left at least sixty uh, million dollars on the table. So he's looking yeah. to recoup some of that. <laughs> and he just finished his house that he was building in Vegas. Well, you can still stay there. He just, you know, can't. If you have the money for it. Well, I mean, he even let's say he was four years in, so he's got $40 million. Shit. Yep. Plus the whatever he made before as a commentator and everything else. I don't know if uh, Matt's going to be joining us today. He may be working. So uh, we'll see. Big Dog, would you kindly send Matt a message? Which, if he's not here by this time, he's probably working. Hey, Matt, come on the phone. Come on. There it is. Thank you, Big Dog. So, morning, Aisha, on behalf of... uh, No, actually, morning, Gridiron Girl, on behalf of Aisha. So, there it is right there. Uh, As a matter of fact, folks, you saw the results last week over in NASCAR. It's over. November 7th, the Phoenix Raceway. Kyle Larson completes the dream season with a Cup Series title and a race win at Phoenix. Kyle Larson, Good number five car, won. Mark Truex uh, finished second uh, by 0.398 seconds difference. Wow. And uh, then Denny Hamlin, the 11 car. Mark Truex is number 19 car. Denny Hamlin is number 11. Finished 1.193 seconds behind. Unbelievable. So further, Blaney, Elliott, Almirola, he who should not be named, Harvick, Bell, and Kozlowski. So that was the results from the race, but Kyle Larson takes it. Congratulations for him. That was the last race of the season or? Yeah, that was it. That was the championship, yep. So now they go into the championships, or or no? That, what's lower? the championship? Okay, so who won the championship? The one I mentioned. Oh, okay, because you were giving race times, so I thought because you know how sometimes. Well, I said he in, won the championship, and then I said in, in finishing order it was these. So I apologize for oh, okay, putting both sorry. of them together. Um, and uh, what's his face won the cup. And, uh, well, I, 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 well, actually, this is what I said, uh, that he won the cup and the race. So ah, okay. I, I'm sorry for not being clear. He's my ass sent because I didn't bring in my little friend. Folks, it's almost that time. We have about 37 seconds and we're going to get to football picks. Is everyone ready? Hopefully everyone is. So I am all set and ready to go as far as the football stuff. I don't know why we're going to talk about Thursday, but everyone jumped off the bridge together. It was sad. So Yeah, and this time we can't blame Gridiron Girl. It's all our fault. I'm going to blame her. <laughs> I'm going to blame her. So we're down to about 15 seconds. Say hello to my little friend. What's that movie, Big Dog? The one from the 19th? Scarface. Scarface. I couldn't remember that one earlier. There it is, Aisha. And he was Cuban. Allegedly. And it is now 7 a.m. 
Good morning, everyone, as we enter our second hour here on Sports Talk with the guys, and we are going to get right to our picks. Big Dog, go ahead. Uh, since you actually, since you did the salute, I uh, do want to uh, mention very quickly that our one of our compatriots, Cuervo, uh, otherwise known as Mario Gennaro Hall, retired. On the uh, day uh, of the Marines' birthday, he had a commencement ceremony, or retirement ceremony, excuse me, and it was broadcast on Facebook. I uh, saw it uh, after the fact. I caught it late, uh, but I did watch the entire thing. Uh, He put in 20 years of service and um, retired as Staff Sergeant, and uh, there were a lot of speakers. He spoke. Very eloquently, very well, uh, as we all knew he did, or does. And um, just wanted to say, uh, Cuervo, uh, congratulations for 20 years of doing something that a lot of people don't have the guts to do. And you did it for 20 years, you did it well, and thank you for your service. General America. And once again, folks, we are repetitive and redundant, so we covered it again. Except... Big Dog added the personal note to the message. So, sports well, talk with guys. Home earlier, of the Monday morning quarterback. No, don't be sorry. What, and why? I said it's elegant proof that we are repetitive and redundant. And as I said, I didn't add the personal note as you did, which was really kind of cool. And uh, absolutely awesome. And yes, I referred to him as General America as well. So, I was going to go with Commandant of the such and such, but I didn't oh, want to get... I didn't want to get my head ripped off again. Yeah, he reprimanded you real quick on that one when you when you even suggested that. I was sent to the stockade on that one. (laughs) Yeah, you were. On air, in person. (laughs) And it wasn't even a second. I mean, as soon as it came out of your mouth, he was like, nope. (laughs) That's not a flashback I want to relive. (laughs) So he's had a very eventful uh, few weeks. I mean, he just got married, uh, I believe, what, two weeks ago? And then retires and uh, whatever now he's going to do. Whatever his future endeavors are, I'm uh, pretty sure he'll be successful at. Yep. And uh, hopefully, since he has more time now, we may be able to have him join us more often. Cuervo joins me when I'm alone on Sports Talk with the guy, so I know he does watch us. And he has popped into the programs when I'm alone. So, <coughs> excuse me. You know, maybe, ah, maybe, uh, since he's retired now, he'll be on a little more often. No, I was gonna say maybe. You know, if if the political career of uh, said host uh, goes well, maybe he can be your head of security. I was actually thinking that you were going to say have him run for office. I would love to be his campaign manager. He would be an impressive candidate. Yep. Doesn't matter what his beliefs are, folks. He It is uh, his core honor. Uh, he would be an impressive candidate. He's already an impressive individual. Well, see, that that's, that's the one part that disqualifies him for being a, a, a politician. Honor. That's why I put that disclaimer. I said <laughs> that he's an impressive individual. Uh, but, yeah, that might yeah, kind of might ruin it. So it wouldn't ruin him, but it would make the other people look bad. That might be fun, though. Hey, I want to give a shout-out to my daughter, uh, who um, 
took the initiative. Uh, was it yesterday? Yes. Congratulations to Gmo. Thank you. This is a moment that I was kind of waiting to happen because I had it for my parents as well. And uh, it was kind of cool. Uh, our washing machine, after seven years, finally committed suicide. And I was still getting life out of it over the last two weeks while everyone else couldn't get it to work. You know, the relationship that I have with machines. Uh, well, I, I am a copier whisperer because at work, I can always get that blasted machine to work. But it's an office machine. Come on, folks. How hard is it? But anyway, I'm off course. I was getting life out of that machine while it was frustrating everyone in the house. But after, I think it was on Wednesday or Thursday where it was done. It just will not work anymore. And uh, it just did. Yeah. So we had it for seven years. It did its time. It was a Samsung. Or I forget which one. Well, it doesn't matter. But it's dead. And my daughter took the initiative yesterday to go and purchase a replacement. I was stunned. She beat me to it. And I was just absolutely surprised. And I am grateful. A tad embarrassed. Because she beat me to it, but proud that she took the initiative, and I thank her. And it's going to be delivered on Tuesday, so we'll see. Ah, uh, says now I have a problem. Star Trek First Contact just started on TV. Choices, choices. Yes, isn't it beautiful? Star Trek First Contact. That's one of the better movies. That is really cool. Uh, thank you, Aisha. But we're already behind. We're going to get to the football picks, and uh, let me see if I can get this right. But, uh, folks, we are ready to go. Uh, Big Dog, I ask you to help me out on this. Let me go to my uh, picks. And uh, we are about ready to start, folks, so let's get ahead and let's do this. And, look, everyone knows. And, folks, look, I make mistakes because people show up late. So, at this point, I'm not going to run through them again because I've already received comments that it does slow us down, and I agree. So I'm sorry if you're late. You're just going to have to send us in your picks. Roz already did us a solid and posted her picks. So we'll work those in in a little bit. And uh, for now, we're going to get this going. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get the rock and roll going. The first game. Buffalo Bills, 5-3 and three versus the New York Jets, 2-6 and six at 10 a.m. Pacific time. Actually, they're still listing PST. So, uh, actually, that is correct. PST, not PDT. If it's during daylight savings, it's PDT. Here, it's Pacific Standard Time. So, that is correct. All right. Anyway, it's at MetLife Stadium. The Bills are 12th in offense, 26th for the Jets. The Bills are first in defense. The Jets are 25th. That means the Jets suck. And the Bills are 11th in passing. The Jets are 20th. And the Bills are 16th in rushing. And the Jets are 32nd. That is crazy. Look at the points, 26, 25, 20, and 32. That's 103. Not the highest, but this one's easy. It's ridiculously easy. 12, 1, 11, and 16. It's 40 points. Not the lowest we've seen, but it's 40 to 102. Wow. It's two and a half to one. But the last time these two teams played was on October 24, 2020. The Bills took it to the Jets 18 to 10. Big Dog, what is the line on this one? Bills by 12 and a half. All right. Easy enough. Oh, and... also, uh, before you go on, I'm not 
Uh, where did you put it at? Yeah. Okay. When you put it, uh, it's not plus 12 and a half. It's actually minus 12 and a half. So whenever, whenever you're favored, you're, you, you take it minus the points. So it's always a minus. All right. There you go. Bill's jets and big dog. Since you eloquently clarified Bills. that. Yeah. Not even close. And uh, let's see. Let's see what the girls are going to do. Now, Big Dog, if you – let me see. I'm going to see if I can find that post. I did put it as the primary post on Sports Talk with the guys. So let me go to it right now. Here are the picks. So, oh, my God. Roz went with the Jets. Wow. All right. Anyone else in the chat room? What else do we have? Okay. Gridiron Girl takes the bills. And Aisha also says the girls. I'm sorry, says the bills. All right. So we have Aisha and Gridiron Girl. Okay, folks. We're well on our way. Uh, Tony, I believe, may be showing up with his picks in a moment. He may have stepped away. He's been with us since this morning, so we'll see. Uh, we're going to get to the next one, which is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 6-2, and two, versus the Washington football team, 2-6. and six. It's at 10 a.m. on Sunday. All times are Pacific. The It's at FedEx Field. Buccaneers are 7th. In offense, Washington is 23. In defense, Buccaneers are 3rd. Washington is 19th. Buccaneers are second in passing. Washington 26th. And in rushing, the only advantage the Washington team has is their 17th. And the Buccaneers are 25th. Last time these two teams played was less than a year ago. Buccaneers 31, Washington 23 on January 9th, 2021. So what's it going to be, Big Dog, on the line, please? Tampa Bay by nine and a half. I'm going to take the Buccaneers, and I'll be right back. All right. So Big Dog is taking them. I believe we already have Gridiron Grill is taking the Buccaneers. This one's kind of a gimme. Scorekeeper is also going to take the Buccaneers. And ah, I'm picking the Pirates. All right. Thank you, Aisha. And I believe Gridiron Grill is – I'm sorry – Roz is taking the Buccaneers. The color Maven is uh, well on her way right now. So, all right. Uh, let me see. Easy enough. We're going to get to our next game. Atlanta, 4-4 four and four versus the Cowboys, 6-2. and two. It's at 10 a.m. on Fox. It's at AT&T Stadium. The Falcons are 24th in total offense. Cowboys are 5th. Yeah, idiot Cowboys last week. Ugh. Falcons are 10th in defense. Cowboys are 14th. The Falcons are 17th in passing. The Cowboys are 8th in passing. And the Falcons are 31st. The Cowboys are 8th. Last time these two teams played was on September 19, 2020. The Cowboys edged the Falcons 
40 to 39 at home. The Cowboys did. So we'll get the line from the big dog on that one in just a moment. Line Cowboys. is Dallas by eight and a half. All right, folks, I'm going to go with Cowboys on this one. So big dog, what's it going to be? <laughs> you already know. <laughs> I actually don't memorize people's picks. Sorry. What is the one team I never pick? Oh, ever, dog, you, ever, ever. You think I'm so ever. sensitive and you think I listen to you. I, I don't. I don't. I, oh. I don't listen to a word you say. So you're going to go with the Falcons there, as I understand. So, Asshole. Uh, and me. it looks like Gridiron Girl is going to go. And I cannot. Oh, yeah. They're going to win. My name. I just won't pick them. And Gridiron Girl is going with the Cowboys. And despite her better judgment, got to go with the Cowboys. Funny, Aisha. And Scorekeeper is going to go with the Cowboys on this one. And then we have the Big Dog going with the Falcons on that one. So we have quite a few other people joining us right now, folks. We're only three games in. Let me have your picks. Uh, We have Bills Jets, Buccaneers Washington, and Falcons Cowboys. As you can see, they're on screen. So can I make the screen a little bigger? Ah, maybe. There it is. So there are the first three picks. We'll see how it works. All right. Uh, Should I go with this one? Oh, look at that. So you guys can see what's going on. I know it's still not large enough. But uh, we'll see. Oh, that's disgusting. Look at that. Oh, it's horrible. We'll go with that one for right now. All right, the next game that we're going to go over, because we're now going to get rid of that one, is the New Orleans Saints, 5-3 and three, versus the Tennessee Titans. This is going to be one of the better morning games. Uh, you have two good teams right now. It's at 10 a.m., on CBS, it's at Nissan Stadium. Nissan Stadium, I'm sorry. Really going against the grain here. The Saints are 31st on offense, yet they're 5-3. and three. Go figure. The Titans are 10. The Saints are 6th on defense. Titans are 26th. Passing, the Saints are just abysmal. 31st. And the Titans are 22nd. And the Saints are 14th in total rushing. And the Saints are 3rd. Last time these two teams played... The Saints on December 21st, 2019, visiting the Tennessee Titans, 1 by 10, 38 to 28. Big Dog, what do you have on the line on this one? Tennessee by 3. All right, folks, easy enough. I'm not going to even bother. I expect the Titans to win at home, and I am going with them right now. Big Dog, do you have a choice for this game? Oh, I apologize. I need to go one back. Roz is going with the Falcons. So she's with you on that one, Big Dog. And Roz is also going to go with the Saints on this one. So, Big Dog, what's it going to be? It will... uh, I'm going to go with the Titans. Gig is going with the Titans, as is the Big Dog. Thank you, Tony. I appreciate it, but I'm glad you're still with... I, I, I know you are, Tony. So something came up. Um... Okay, I, uh, Tony, I appreciate you're with us, and I get that. I, I know it's tough to read them. Uh, the first two came, uh, you're, but you're giving us your picks. The Bills, uh, that's Tony, and you're also going with who? 
Titans. Buccaneers in Washington, Falcons and Cowboys. So Aisha's going with the Titans. And I did post Gridiron Girl. I mean, I'm sorry, Roz's. Okay. Uh, Tony is going to go with the Cow Turds. We got it. We've got that one right there. Aisha's with the Titans. So all I need is Buccaneers, Washington, Tony. Thank you. And Washington is favored nine and a half. No, I'm sorry. Buccaneers are favored nine and a half over Washington. So we'll, we'll get to that one right now. Uh, and there it is. Uh, Tony's going to take Tampa Bay. Thank you, young man. All right. Oh, uh, sorry, folks. The teams that are on. Oh, I thought I listed it. Oh, maybe I did it on Thursday night's picks as the teams that are on, you know, uh, that, that aren't playing today. But all right. Sorry, I'm all over the place. Next game, folks. Is is this the same, uh, this that you're writing all these picks on? Is this uh, the one from the post or are you making a new post? What do, what do you mean? The post that you, you put up yesterday where Roz did all her picks and such. Are you are you just, uh, it, what you're typing out right now, is it from that or are you doing a brand new post? Because I edited it yesterday, and Roz's picks should all, should all be on the, the teams themselves. Oh, no, big dog. I No. Uh, this is the way it works, folks. On Tuesday morning, I create the post to go up on Tuesday. On Tuesday, right after I do that, I create the post that goes up on Friday, and I do it on Tuesday because – as you know, over the years, I don't have time during the week to post the stuff. So to answer your question, Big Dog, it's a technical answer. I post these before they even, you know, they're, I, whatever you call it, I schedule these posts in advance. So no, uh, it's the original post and has not been edited. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I've not edited it. It's the original post that went up. No, I know. I edit it. I'm the one that does the editing. Because uh, I added, like I said, I added Roz's name to to that post. That so you... the answer is no. Yeah, I I, I don't go over that. Uh, but uh, Roz did take the Saints. I believe that was the last one we did. So I am sorry. Thank you for that, big dog. Uh, I guess you did. Yes, you did. So what I'm going to do is for... Oh, you put in Thursdays. I always on do the yeah. Sunday one. Yep, okay. I, I I always do because you put Mondays in there, so I figured I might as well put Sunday too. Uh, Thursday. Well, so so on the top of the post this this week you put. No, wait a minute. Hold on. No, 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 no. I do Thursdays on Tuesday, and then the weekend games, which Sunday and Monday, those go up on Friday. That's a different mm -hmm. post. And but then you... I and then I edited in all the, the 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 people onto each particular game. And then I also post Thursdays on there with everyone's uh, uh, names on who picked who. So this way, when I do the tallies on Monday night or Tuesday morning, I only have one post to read. Awesome. All right. 
So we have our next game going. Uh, we have Jacksonville two and six. As Big Dog would say, this is really a game that's of interest uh, versus the Indianapolis Colts, who are four and five. The game is at 10 a.m. It's going to be on CBS. Lucas Oil Stadium. The Jaguars are 25th in total offense. The Colts are eighth. Jaguars are 15. The Colts are 27th in total defense. In passing, the Jaguars are 29th. The Colts are 14. And the Jaguars are 20th. The Colts are fourth in rushing. Last time these two teams played was earlier this year. The Colts doubled up on the Jaguars 28-14 on January 2nd, 2021. Big Dog, what is the line that you have on this? Boy, uh, a lot of big games they're expecting. Uh, Colts by 10.5. All right. Roz went with uh, – she's going with the Jaguars on this one. Wow. Okay, Big Dog. What is your football oh, like? Uh, Colts. No no problem. Aisha is going with the Colts. Big Dog is going with the Colts. And there it is. Tony, thank you for catching up. Appreciate it, Tony. Tony is calling them 23 to 13. I'm so sorry. I put him up on the Jaguar side. He's saying it's going to be Indy. So Tony says it's going to be 23 13. Uh, scorekeeper is going with the Colts. Duh. It should be easy enough. And uh, Gridiron Girl is the only other one that I need right now as far as picks go. Thank you, Gridiron Girl. We misspoken there. Sorry. Anyway, we'll continue for the next game right now. Uh, it is going to be the Detroit Lions 0-8 or 0-8. They may be the new Raiders of this decade versus the 5-3 and three Pittsburgh Steelers, 10 a.m. on Fox. It's at Heinz Field. The Lions are 28th in total offense, and yet the Steelers are 27th in total offense. And one is 0-8, and, and the other one is 5-3. and three. Go and figure. The Lions are 16th on defense. The Steelers are 8th. This is team defense. Passing, the Lions are 28th. The Steelers are 24th. And in rushing, the Lions are 26th. Steelers are 29th. Easily, when you look at the numbers, you would think that the Lions would be better off, but they're not. It's just it's the way the numbers work. A little bit of luck, you would say. The Lions lost to the Steelers a few months ago, 20 to 26, in a tight game, August 20th, 2021. Now remember, that was a preseason game. So, but it is the last time they played each other. So, big dog, what is the line on this one? Pittsburgh by eight. All right, well, I don't believe they've got their first win in them yet because the Steelers are playing at home. This is a safe pick. I'm going to go with the Steelers to win. And, uh, yes, Tony says that they're going to win by 10. So, uh, no, I'm sorry, by 7. Okay. Big Dog, what's it going to be? Oh, Steelers. The lie downs. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> yeah, I just saw that. I, I interrupted you, Big Dog. What was that? The Steelers. <clears throat> Steelers will take this one. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, I put you as opposed to me on the Steelers. So, okay. Very good. Uh, Gridiron Girl says it's going to be Steelers. And Aisha thinks. 
This is going to be tight, but Steelers for me. Don't think the Jags are ready yet. Lions, Jags, same difference, right? Aisha, thank you. Whoops, I put you down as a lion. Sorry. Stupid. Stupid computer. And Roz went with the Steelers on this one. Okay. All right, we're ready for our next one. We're doing very well on this one, folks. We're getting our act together. And uh, we're moving forward very well. So we should be able to get all the picks in within the hour. All right, next game. Cleveland Browns, 5-4, and four, versus the New England Patriots, 5-4. and four. And we'll get to the news in a little bit of where Cam Newton went. The entire world knows that. But I, I know. <laughs> I thought this was football. Yep, I know. Uh, the game is at 10 a.m. on CBS. It's at Gillette Stadium. The Browns in total offense are six. The Patriots are 15. In total defense or team defense, the Browns are seventh. The Patriots are 17. In passing, the Browns are 21st. The Patriots are 13. And in rushing, the Browns are number one. Number one, the Patriots are 15. Last time these two teams played was on October 26, 2019. So you know who was a quarterback back then. 27 to 13. On October 26, 2019, were the Patriots over the Browns? The line on this one? Patriots by two and a half. Big dog. Uh, based on those numbers that you that you posted, because um, I was going to go with the Patriots, but based on those numbers, I will take the baby shit Browns. You want to take a look at the numbers real quick, folks? Check it out. 6, 7, 21, and 1. Browns are 35. That's one of the lowest so far. And the Patriots are 60. Almost 2 to 1. And maybe a little bit of help there, Big Dog. Tony is going with the Browns as well. So 20 to 17. Aisha... Is also going with the Browns. <laughs> I like her emoji. Yeah. Uh, she kind of goes along with you on that one. Uh, I don't believe the Patriots have enough. The Browns are better team. Oh, damn it, Gridiron Girl. She's going with the Patriots. Let me see what the color maven says. She's going with the Browns. Dog, you're going with the Browns as well, right? Mm-hmm. Numbers are just, it's too wide of a, it's almost two to one, folks. And in the analysis, you're looking at the offensive numbers. The Browns are still sixth overall. That's in the upper half. No, that's in the, up, almost in the, it is the upper quarter because it's 32 16, eight. 16, it's 8. They're in the upper quarter. Yeah, this is, this is a good team. They're just 5 and 4. But numbers-wise, they're good. And they're number 1 in rushing, so they can control the team. And rushing still means something in this passing league. So, anyway. All right, so we've got all the picks in. Our next game. This one is going to be Minnesota 3 and 5. And this is the first afternoon game 
Chargers are five and three, who are playing at home for the second consecutive week. And what a big signing. Right, big dog? OBJ. Yeah, I thought he was going to go to Vegas, but um, the Rams are seem to be all in. I mean, you know, they got the big uh, trade from Denver, and now they pick up uh, OBJ from from uh, off of waivers because no one claimed him. So, uh, this is a big shout out to a coworker who, if I get a chance to see him next week, he has the jersey for uh the player that was traded and he he was his it's miller right von miller yes yeah that's the jersey that he has and he says when he goes out he has that jersey so i'm going to ask him to uh bring the jersey in and it's signed by the player so i'm gonna take a picture of it and maybe we could add it to this right here uh his name is tony he's a co-worker and uh good stuff but anyway i sidetrack i'm so sorry Vikings, uh, they're at SoFi Stadium. As I mentioned, they're at home. Vikings are 16th in team offense. The Chargers are 17th. In team defense, the Vikings are 18th. The Chargers are 9th. In passing, the Vikings are 16th. The Chargers are 10th. But in rushing, the Vikings are 11th. The Chargers are 24th. So taking a quick look at that, folks. And yes, I did. I uh, I whipped out the, uh, the cross pin for this one. I know. Sorry. I'm pretentious and materialistic. The Vikings have 61 points, and then the Chargers are 60. That's close. Last time they played, the Vikings hammered the Chargers 39-10, but there was someone else who was quarterback at the time, and it was on December 14, 2019. So what is the line on this one, Big Dog? Chargers by three. And scorekeeper is going to go with the Chargers. Roz is also going with the Chargers. So what do you have, big dog? Because, oh, I'm so sorry. Gridiron Girl did take the Patriots. Tony. Braun? I missed that, Tony. Oh, okay. <laughs> it, it was a typo. Got it. All right. Uh, Aisha says she's going to take the Chargers. The Electric Boys. That is cool. Uh, Sonia is going to... Gridiron Girl is going to take the Chargers. I learned my lesson. Tony is saying the Vikings are going to win 27-24. So he's going for the upset. Big dog, what's it going to be? I agree. I'm going with the upset also. So you're going for the upset. Let's look at this game for a little bit. It's minus three. Would you explain the gambling uh, part of it? Say it's $100, and what would I do? $100, no. I would take, uh, if I'm going with the points, I would take the Vikings plus the points, which means. If the Vikings were to lose uh, 21 to 20, I would still win because the Chargers did not cover the three and a half point spread. Did I say three and a half or three? Oh, three. Three point spread. So, uh, in essence, the Chargers have to win the game by three points or more. If they win the game by by two points or a point, 
then uh, if you take the Vikings, you still win money. What we're going to do next year, I'm thinking, is it's going to be too difficult to do the gambling stuff, you know, taking the numbers. But we're all going to come up with a pot of, like, say, $100 to start off with and or a 1000 whatever. And in the same way that we keep score, we're going to choose one game. It'll probably be arbitrary. It'll be the big dog or the scorekeeper. We're going to choose one game, and we all – Add in. So it's going to be another thing that we're going to keep track of, but it's only going to be one game per week because I did speak to Dream. Says it's too much of a hassle. The things will change. So what is a good number at 7 a.m. Pacific time on Saturday may not be the same number at 7 a.m. on Sunday. So we're going to have to keep that in mind. So it's going to be based on what we do on the program on Saturday morning. But it's only going to be one game, and we're going to introduce that next year. So, And I'm still working on the details on it. But anyway. All right. I think I did get everyone on that one. Did I not, Big Dog? Wrong. So. Yeah, she did. She's there. All right. So uh, I think this is the game that Aisha was talking about earlier. We're looking at the Carolina Panthers, four and five. No, I think she said the Jags. That's okay. Carolina Panthers are Panthers. Panthers are four and five. Visiting the Arizona Cardinals. So that means the Cardinals are at home. Who are 8-1. and one. It's at 105 p.m. on Fox. It's at State Farm Stadium. Panthers are 22nd in offense. Cardinals are third. In defense, Panthers are second. Cardinals are 11th. In passing, the Panthers are 25th. Cardinals are 5th. In rushing, Panthers are 12th. Cardinals are 7th. Looking at those numbers... 22, 2, 25, and 12. That's 61. The Cardinals are 3, 11, 5, and 7. That's 26. That may be the lowest score so far. Yes, this week. I don't know if it's the lowest so far. I think we had 25. Really? I remember remember you talking about the 20s before, but okay. Uh, My my mind is shot. You're okay, Big Dog. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I thought we did have one in the 20. I thought it was 25, but that's okay. Um, last time these two teams played Panthers 31 to 21 over care. I'm sorry, over Arizona Panthers were at home. It was on October 3rd, 2020. So a little over a year ago, big dog. What is the line on this one? Cardinals by 10 and a half. And Tony's already got this one in. He's calling Cardinals for the win. He's saying that they're going to win 27-17. Aisha's going with the Holy Rollers as well. What's it going to be? Oh, Cardinals. Or Keeper. Has chosen the Holy Rollers. Gridiron Girl has chosen the Holy Rollers. I don't know why that happened. Okay. Well, maybe I need a new keyboard. No, I think I need a new operator. All right, folks. We're down to, wow, one, two, three, four, five. We saw five games to go out of a total of 13, I believe it was. So. We're clearly halfway through at 7.35 a.m. We're really tightening. 14. So the next game is going to be Philadelphia 3-6. and six. 
versus Denver Broncos five and four. Uh, it's at one twenty-five p.m. It's going to be on CBS. It's at Empower Field at Mile High. Remember, it was Invesco, but this is the new investment company. It's Empower, which sure. Empower is the uh, four fifty-seven plan administrator for my employer. Go figure. So all my retirement monies are over there. Well, at least in my four fifty-seven. So the Eagles in total offense are thirteenth. The Broncos are fourteenth. In total defense, the Eagles are 22nd. The Broncos are 13th. The Eagles are 23rd in passing. The Broncos are 15th. And in rushing, they're in the top quarter, Eagles. And the Broncos are 9th, who are just on the outside looking in on that number. So they're in the top half. So last time these two teams played, Philadelphia Eagles just bamboozled them 51-23. to but it was on November 4th, 2017. And if you look at the points, 13, 22, 23, 5. It's 63 for the Eagles. The Broncos are 14, 13, 15, and 9. They're 51. Wow. Okay. So, Big Dog, what's the line on this one? The line is Denver by one and a half. Tony says that the Broncos are going to win 24 to 17 over his lagging birds. Oh. Okay. Aisha says that uh, she's going to take the unicorns. Let's see what Gridiron Girl says. Roz, I believe, went with the Broncos. And I did not choose Roz's prior one. She was going with the Cardinalas as well. Big Dog, what are you looking at? Because I'm going with the Broncos on this one. Yeah, I'm going to be nice to Gridiron Girl. I'll go with the Broncos. I'm getting back on the ship, even though it might sink, she says. She's going with the Broncos. Yeah, she jumped off at the wrong time. Was it uh, last week? Luke four? I can't remember which one it was. It's been a few, actually. So, But she's still doing very well. And uh, we're doing very well this morning. So, as I mentioned, we still have four games left. And there's a sucky game that's coming up, which I don't really care about. It's not the this one, per se. I apologize. We have three games left. Uh, I uh, There's one that's upcoming. I don't really want to talk about. But uh, it's not this one. Seattle Seahawks 3-5 and five versus the Green Bay Packers, who are 7-2. and two. It's at 1.25 p.m. on CBS. It's going to be in Lambeau Field. Seahawks are 32nd in offense. Packers are 20th. Seahawks are 23rd. Packers are 12th in defense. In passing, the Seahawks are 30th. The Packers are 19th. And in rushing, the Seahawks are 23rd. The Packers are 13th. Last time these two teams played was on November 15th, 2018. And the Seahawks did edge the Packers at home, 27 to 24. Big Dog, what do you have as far as the line goes? Um, Packers by three and a half. What's your pick on this one? Aaron Rodgers should be back. Uh, he is cleared, I believe, today 
from his uh, COVID um, being uh, quarantined. Uh, he comes off of that today. Uh, coach already said that uh, if he's if he's cleared to play, he will play. So um, with that, I'll take the Packers. It's going to be a close one, but uh, we'll see. I think they'll, they'll win, though. Uh, Aisha does not fancy the Sea Hags. So she's going to go with the Packers. Tony says the Cheeseheads are going to win 28-24. And I am going to go, much to the shock of everyone, I'm going to go because I just see that they're not going to do well. So I'm going to go with the Packers. Gridiron Girl, much to her unhappiness, is also going with the Packers. Roz is going with the Seahawks because she is the color maven. So, doing well. Thank you for everyone who's joining us, folks. We have a lot of people who are watching, and we know that you are because I see the numbers. Go ahead and comment. Play along with us. It's fun. This is what we do. So, the next game, which I am not happy about, is the Sunday night game. The Kansas City Chiefs, 5-4, and four, are visiting the Las Vegas Raiders, who are 5-3. and three. The game is at 5.20 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, it's going to be on NBC. The Chiefs' total offense are 4th. The Raiders are 11th. In team defense, the Chiefs are incredibly charitable. They're 30th. And it is amazing how many yards they're giving up. It is crazy. The Raiders are 5th. In passing... The Raiders are fourth, but the Chiefs are third. And in rushing, the Chiefs are 10th, and the Raiders are 28th. Last time these two teams played, November 22nd, 2020, about a month ago, a little less, the Chiefs edged the Raiders 35-31 on November 22nd, 2020. What is the line on this one, Big Dog? Kansas City by two and a half. I'm sticking with them because when I choose against them, I've lost. I have no faith that the Raiders are going to win. But, uh, look, he's having problems. So I'm going to go with the Raiders on this one just because I am a Raider fan. And last time I went against them, they beat them. Tony, wow, he's calling the Raiders edging them. 31 to 30 in a close game. All right, big dog. Because Gridiron <sighs> Girl is angry about this one, but she's going with the Chiefs. The Color Maven is going with the Raiders. <sighs> We've been so disappointed by our team in the past. Yeah, I'm going to take the Raiders. Screw it. I know they're going to bite me in the ass like they always do, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a chance. And we need Aisha on this one. So we'll get to it. In oh, there it is. 
Raiders, but I'm torn. Yep. Thank you, Tony. You showed more faith in our team than <laughs> than we did. You right away had that one that they were going to win by one. All right, folks. We are coming up on our last game. It is the Monday night game. Not too long ago, this was well, actually a long, long time ago. This was a primo game, but it is not tonight. It is the Los Angeles Rams 7-2 and visiting the San Francisco 49ers who are 3-5. and I incorrectly stated earlier that they were home for the consecutive second consecutive week at SoFi. Those were the Chargers. I was thinking of the Rams, but I was still incorrect no matter what. Uh, there's Aisha's comment. Uh, it's at 5.15 p.m. on Monday night. It's going to be on ESPN. It's going to be at Levi Stadium. The Rams are second in total offense. 49ers are 21st. In team defense, the Rams are 20th. The 49ers are 4th. In passing, Stafford, my boy, he is first. And the 49ers are 18th. In rushing, the Rams are 18th. The 49ers are 19th. Last time these two teams played was about a month ago, November 28, 2020. The 49ers edged the Rams by a field goal, 23-20 at Los Angeles. What is the line, big dog? Rams by three and a half. And we already have our first pick. The gig is going with the Rams. Gridiron Girl. I'm sorry. Roz is going with the Rams. So, what's it going to be, Big Dog? Uh, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going with the Rams. Sorry. They're looking for revenge, so I'll go with Bidia. Aisha says she's following the flock. Scorekeeper, what That's is funny. I what, like what, following the flock? That's very good. What what is lamb in Spanish? I know I know Bidia is goat, but what is what is lamb? Because I couldn't remember, so that's why I said Bidia. <laughs> Oh, you got me on that one. Yeah, um, Borrego is close, but it's not exactly it. Uh, very good, big dog. Let's I thought see. Borrego was boar. Uh, no. Uh, Spanish. I'll look, for, I'll look for it right now. English to... Oh, look! I look for Klingon. See it right there? It shows. English to Spanish. Uh, here we go. Lamb. Cordero. Cordero. I hadn't heard that one before. Uh, yeah. Uh, that one I'm not familiar with at all. I would oveja también <laughs> is oveja. There's actually several names, but it's remember this is more than likely the Castilian translation. It's not the Spanish spoken over here, which is the difference between the the Queen's speech and uh, the English that we speak right now. So uh, Cordero, yeah, I can see that, uh, but I, I forgot I would have called it oveja which is what sheep is, only because I don't know any better. But lamb, yeah, cordero. That's interesting. All right. Uh, did we get him? Uh, big dog, Aisha. Uh, Tony, he's going Rams. 28 to 20. All right. I like it. Like it, like it, like it. I think we got everyone. So here's what we're going to do is I'm going to post now.
And since Big Dog allegedly updated the Thursday, right, I'm going to go alleged. to the post. It's not alleged. It's there. So I'm going to go over to the post, and I'm going to, under week 10, I know you guys can't see it right now, I'm going to edit the post, and I'm going to keep the alleged Thursday entry and keep. Oh, there it is. I put it up on the Friday post, the Bears, the Bengals, the Texans, and the Giants are on by this week. Yeah, I told you it's on there. Okay. So, uh, there you go, folks. It's now being updated, and you guys can check it out. And I ask you to help us out, keeping track, because there are a lot of numbers. When we're human beings, we do uh, from time to time. Soji. Islam's in Japanese. Wow, you are the bomb. All right. So, folks, we're doing very, very well. And we finished up the games. So, we're good. We've got them. They're posted. And they're still up. NFL picks. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to... Let's see. Uh, what the hell's his name? Okay. I'm going to take Thomas. There it is. Uh, Andre... Like him as well. Almighty. Yeah. Um, there he is. And Matt. There they are. Thomas. All right. Yeah. yeah, Thomas. So maybe they will uh, be able to join us and uh, we'll see. Oh, wait. And, and what's her face? JM. Oh, I'm not sure if he likes the page. And if he doesn't like the page... I can't, uh, you know, I can't tag them like I'm doing. There's my cousin, Patty. She may also want to give some of the picks as well. Actually, Patty doesn't do the picks. I believe her son, Charlie, yes. is the one that does the picks. And he's only done it that one time. Yeah. But he has listened to us in the past. So, uh, Charlie, young man, if you are listening to us, thank you. And uh, we'll see. So, uh, sorry, it's Koji for lambs. Soji is lamb. She says, my bad. All right. So, oh, man, I'm a little tired. I'm so sorry. I'm, it's like I'm already spent. I'm done. But we still have quite a bit more we're going to be getting to, folks, right now. So we thank and, you. And I will be joining you because I got to go get Kathy. So I'll uh, be back on in a few minutes, hopefully. All right. And then I don't know how long um, I'll be on. There's something else going on, and that, that's why I've been kind of distracted. I apologize. Um, so I should be back on, but I can't guarantee it. All right, folks. Then, uh, we'll see you big dog. Hopefully you can join us a little bit. All right, right, folks. We've got the picks in. I want to thank you. And, uh, we're going to go and continue on the other items that we were talking about earlier. Oh my goodness. Oh, scaring everyone because now I'm on screen. Hey, it actually shows. It's kind of cool. Oh, there it is. The NX project. You guys know almost first contact, but it's all good. This is really my favorite jacket. And when Gmo and I went out yesterday, she was wearing the jacket too, so it was kind of cool. But I think it's cool. <laughs> but anyway, I do apologize. So we have a few other items that we're going to get to right now. Uh, let me see. 
Did I already? Wow. We may, uh oh, we might be ending this program a little earlier than even I thought. So, uh, as far as, oh, I didn't get to this one while the big dog was here, but hopefully we'll get to him in a moment. Uh, of course, I mentioned Gruden feels that he's been targeted by the NFL, so he is suing them. And uh, I guess we'll see what happens with that. I did talk about the Mexican national team. So, hey, it is what it is, folks. Uh, OBJ is now a Ram. It's going to make a difference for them. This that, that guy, man, he is impressive. I wonder if he can uh, keep it together. So we do have a little bit on the contract details. How much is Rams wide receiver earning? And I, I don't understand what they say. Making? How much he is earning? So the Rams are just adding and adding and adding. Continue. Big name talent. This is something that I haven't seen in the NFL for some time now. But doesn't matter. I don't think I've ever seen it before. But it's still good. Of course, they signed him to a contract on Thursday when he was released by the Browns earlier in the week. This is his eighth. We're talking about OBJ. NFL season, and he's posted five seasons of a 1,000 or more receiving yards in his career. Beckham wanted out of Cleveland as he struggled to find chemistry with quarterback Baker Mayfield as he was only seeing 5.7 targets per game. Now he'll compete with balls for balls with Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, Tyler Higby, and Van Jefferson as he looks to warm to Matthew Stafford. How much more money is Beckham making? Well, Per NFL Media's Ian Rappaport, the Rams and Odell Beckham Jr. have agreed to a one-year deal worth $4.25 million. And as Ian Rappaport, it is a one-year deal, $500,000 signing bonus, $750,000 for the rest of the season, and another $3 million available in team-based incentives for how they finish the regular season and the postseason. Beckham would have been due $7.25 million had he been claimed off waivers, so the Rams are getting a discount. The contract will not only give Beckham a chance to compete for a Super Bowl with the Rams, but will also allow him to hit the free agent market in the 2022 season. So, uh, Beckham has earned over $75 million during his eight-year career. And, of course, that includes $51.3 million that was guaranteed at the signing during his rookie contract and subsequent contract extensions with the Giants. He signed a five-year, $90 million extension with the Giants in 2018. The deal was supposed to have up to $65 million in year-to-year guarantees, but Beckham and the Browns negotiated it as part of his release. The balance of his 2021 contract was $7.25 million, and the final two years of the contract were voided. Beckham, the 12th overall selection in the 2014 NFL Draft, signed a four-year, $10.4 million rookie contract. He made $8.46 million in 2018 on his four-year option before his five-year extension kicked in. Wow. We do have an update on Russell Wilson. So uh, the Seahawks quarterback is pretty close to 100%, and he is ready to play versus the Packers. That's fine. I'm not changing my opinion on it. I am still going to go with the Packers to win on that one. So uh, we'll see. All right. Do we have any other comments in the chat room? I'm sorry, I did not get to them. Let's see. Is Scorekeeper on another date? Oh, you mean today? Uh, no, no. 
she is in the Maldives right now. She left on the 9th. And I believe she's due back on the 23rd or 24th. So I may not... Uh, my Thanksgiving weekend, but I do have a family event that weekend. So I don't know. I'll speak of the time as I have no problem. But I don't think it's going to happen Thanksgiving weekend. Although I was stunned that for her grandson's birthday party, the first year birthday party, I was to go along. And I was shocked. I'm like, I turns out that the ex was going to be there and there's stuff going on. And I was like, yeah, I, I, as much as I pretend to be confrontational, I am not. So I had no desire. No desire whatsoever. So I may not see her until maybe December uh, 3rd. We usually go out on Fridays, if we do. And we usually just movie and a movie and a meal. A meal and a movie. That's it. M&M's. So thank you, Sergio. Uh, we just did the picks, young man. We're already done. So if you want, oh, Sergio, I'm so sorry to not tag you on this one. And you did like the page. Thank you. I'm tagging you now. That should lead you to the picks. So thank you, thank you, thank you. If you guys can take a look at those, you can get your picks in right now. So let's see. So she's all sun, sea, and yeah. As a matter of fact, what happened is she's going with her younger daughter. Uh, I don't know if it was a gift to the daughter or earned from work or a bonus or whatever. I don't know. But they flew to the Maldives and they had a layover in either Dubai or or one of those rather open countries. And she was sharing with me that she was a bit concerned because they have an 18-hour layover. And the youngest wanted to go and explore. I was like, hmm. Forgive me, old and sexist, but I'm okay with it. But it's a lot tougher for women over over there. Over there. So, uh, but it is a trip of a lifetime. And uh, I'm really happy that she went. So, uh, we'll see. But to answer your question, not at the moment, Aisha. Thank you. I, I pro- As I said, I probably won't see her on, until uh, the first weekend of December. So, that's okay. We'll see. I have everyone else to spend time with, which is absolutely awesome. So, Sergio, if you don't mind, if we can get your picks uh, right over on the link, that would be absolutely awesome. And for everyone else that wants to play along, uh, it's really good stuff. Yeah, it's a trip of a lifetime going over to the Maldives, man. It is expensive, and it's something that I'm still not there yet. But as a bit of a joke, it was so funny because I'm so proud of my youngest when I said that she took the initiative. She beat me to purchasing the washing machine yesterday for the family. And it was cool because she applied for... She was going to pay for it right there. Was, no, 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 no. Wait till tax season. Keep your cash. Keep everything. Your 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 credit is... She's doing very well. She said, if I ever get my passport sorted out and find the money, I want to go to Japan. Wow, Aisha. See if you can do that. I intend to go over. My youngest intends to go over to Japan. Who knows? Who knows? Might be able to happen. As a matter of fact, we were talking about this. Remember, we did a lot of one-day trips this year, my daughter and I. And when we went to San Francisco, poor thing, she was exhausted. Just absolutely exhausted. But see, I'm already on to another story. See how I... That movie, Over the Hedge, that squirrel? That's me. And here's the caffeine. So 
I guess it is story time. I apologize. Going back, I was a bit arrogant because when my daughter put in to pay, I didn't tell her. I, I spoke to the cards to me. Had you know, try opening a card with MC, and she did. She qualified for a card, and she purchased the washing machine. But the the attendant was helping her, and she's and uh, my daughter didn't know she's earnings. You know, my daughter's not working at the moment. You know, daddy's girl. But anyway, uh, I uh, it was a trick question when she said, "Put your household income." And I said, you mean total household income, not only hers? And she said, yes. I said, oh, put 130000 <laughs> and, and then I was like, oh, that sounded arrogant and pretentious. So I was like, what a dick. This is what Scorekeeper did. He actually said, oh, mija, put 130000 for household income. Oh, that was pretentious. So it's embarrassing and forgive me. But this is how much of a jerk scorekeeper was. Oh, Mika, maybe you should just put your income then. 30000 <laughs> I know I'm being bad right now, but it was one of those moments where it slipped from scorekeeper. And uh, it was good. I, like I said, I was still proud of her. She she made the purchase. And uh, the washing machine is going to arrive on Tuesday because the one that we had for seven years just finally committed suicide. So there was that. And now going back to GMO as well, when we did the one-day trips, when we went to Seattle, she did enjoy that one because she loved the transportation that you leave the airport and you just walk across the parking lot and there's the metro line in Seattle. And 30 minutes later, you're less than half a mile. You're about half a mile away from the stadium. She loved that entire aspect of it. So she would do Seattle again in a day. San Francisco was a bit tougher because we flew into SFO, took the subway, and we were about 13 blocks from the stadium. So we walked down. Walking down was easy. Get to the stadium block. But when you're at, the game ended and you're walking uphill, ugh. But I did tell my daughter that there's a new subway line that's going to be right there, and I believe it's going to be open next year. So you're going to be able to go from that subway stop uh, which is right where the trolley cars or street cars end on Ellis Street or something. I forget, whatever. But uh, there's a new line that's going to go right to the stadium, which is awesome. But we're going to go to Oakland next year. And when we go to the Oakland game, there's a BART stop right at the Oakland Coliseum. So we can go straight to the airport. No, there's no link. You're right. Not right now. But there, while the Caltrain is like a block and a half away from the San Francisco Stadium. But look, like I said, we did. We went there. We enjoyed our time. We're done. I was a tad disappointed with San Francisco. It is a gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous stadium. The views, oh my goodness. And the environment is sweet, but it is super expensive for a stadium. I was genuinely disappointed. It just ridiculous it it yeah now seattle on the other hand t-mobile field was awesome and san diego's petco park awesome i know they're newer stadiums but i recommend going them so we are going to go back to san diego next year and we're also going to go back to petco park i think my older sister is going to join us when we go to san diego next year uh seattle so i've already i'm in the process of planning 
So I want to let everyone know, folks, this is what I'm going to be doing next year. I have five trips planned. It's going to be one in May, June, July, August, and September. That's baseball season. So I don't know the exact order, but these are the cities that I'm going to visit uh, with my daughter and maybe my older sister as well. Uh, Peter, my classmate, um, I'm going to invite him to join us. So I don't know. Uh, we're going to make it an event, but we're not going to do the one-day trips. They're they're hard. So my plan is, it, it always was to fly in on a Thursday or a Friday, catch a game on a Saturday or a Friday, and then come back the next day. So that's the way we're going to do it. So this is the plan. This is where I'm going to next year. We're going to go to Oakland. We're going to go to Arizona, which is Phoenix. We're going to go to Denver. We're going to go to Florida, which is on the East Coast. But we're going to fly into Miami, take in a game, and then drive rental car over to Tampa Bay and catch the Rays. Or vice versa, but we're going to do it in a weekend, and then we're going to fly out. So we're probably going to be at least two, maybe three days in Florida. But we're going to get two teams. And then we're going to go to Minnesota as well. So uh, I don't know exactly when. I don't mind going to Minnesota at any time of the year because it's cooler up there. Florida, I don't want to get it when it's hurricane season, which is June 1st and on. So we may fly to Florida in May or June. Well, no, no. It would be around May. I want to get Florida in May. That's where we're probably going to go first. But Minnesota, the Twins. Florida, the Rays and the Marlins, Colorado, which are the Rockies, Arizona, Phoenix, the Diamondbacks, and then uh, Oakland. Sergio says, it's easy to be disappointed. It's hard to adapt. Join the board. (laughs) Makes it much better for the good of the hive. Like that, Sergio. Aisha mentioned to us that first contact is on over where she's at in uh, England, which is really cool. So, but yes. I agree, Sergio. Thank you. So, folks, that's what I'm saying. You know, if you want to join us, let me know. We could probably arrange something. But and, and if you are in those cities, I'm looking forward to meeting you. And uh, it's generally Gmo and myself, uh, my classmate. Hopefully, uh, uh, will be joining us as well. So we'll see. Aisha says, "Okay, scorekeeper, my time is finished. It's time to go visit my 85 year old mother. So stay safe and keep safe. And I'll see you next week. Thank you, Aisha." Godspeed, and I look forward to uh, spending time. Oh, Sergio, I'm sorry, no link. You're talking about the link to that. Okay, let me share. I actually tagged you, Sergio. So let me. Huh. Let me see if I can get the, uh, I don't want to embed it, but it's on Sports Talk with the guys. So, Sergio, actually, then I'm going to share it on your page. Sorry. Actually, share to, I can only share to a group or share to a page. Huh. But it's on Sports Talk with the guys. Now, Tony says, I definitely want to attend every baseball stadium. I've done Detroit, New York, Yanks, New York, Yanks. I said Yanks. Oh, yeah. Or Manx. And Mets, Cleveland, Cincinnati, Philadelphia, and Baltimore. Wow, Tony. You're up in Wisconsin now. Tony, you never know, man. Maybe we can do Minnesota. 
it's not too far. I, well, I know it's far, but we'll see. Uh, I like that, Tony. New Borg Dream Team. That's funny. New Borg Dream Team. I like it. Thank you, Sergio. That's funny. New Borg Dream Team. NDB. <laughs> Getting the Star Trek card this early in the morning, Sergio. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, um, like I said, Sergio, I did tag you on it so you can give us your picks. Uh, hopefully, it'll show up. It is on our Sports Talk. Okay, here's the page, folks, for Sports Talk with the guys. And uh, I'm going to put it in the chat room. So, hopefully, you'll be able to see it. Folks, I am a tad embarrassed. I I don't know if the big dog's going to join us. And old man's got to go. And I can't leave a blank screen. I was going to have a recording in place, but I have not uploaded the recording yet. So I'm a tad embarrassed. I don't really have a recording for a time. I'm going to have to record something now. So when the scorekeeper has to run, we take a three-minute break. We used to do that uh, when we were doing the Sunday programs. Oh, so I have covered the news that I wanted to go over. So I don't know if there's anything else that you guys want to talk about. I may actually end up calling it. But I do want to talk about very quickly how Anthony Davis, who's on the Lakers, did rip the team after the embarrassing loss to the Minnesota Timberwolves. So let me put this link in the chat room as well. And let me post the Facebook page. Oops, sorry, Sergio. Here's the Facebook page. I know, sports talk with the guys. I couldn't get rid of those numbers when I was doing it. But here it is. Here's the article. It's on ESPN. Anthony Davis just goes after this team. They lost 107 to 83. The team was outscored 40 to 12 in the third quarter. We sucked, Davis said. No defense, can't score. That's not just, you know, this third quarter. It's every third quarter we played the season. We've come out slow, like a days ago, offensively and defensively. We got to get it together. Why? I can't tell you, but we got to do a better job. It's good. I'm glad someone went out there and made it clear, including the mauling at the hands of the Minnesota team. The Lakers have been outscored by 83 points in the third quarter of the season, according to research by ESPN Stats and Information. It's the worst points differential by any team in any quarter of the season. I wonder if it's because they're a little bit older. We've got to decide who we want to be. A championship team? That's not us right now, Davis said. We're not winning a champ in a championship way the way we're playing. We've got to be better, and we've got to care more for our wins at home, wins in general. That was embarrassing. The inconsistency is a problem, Russell Westbrook said when asked about LA's third quarter woes. Yep. There it is. Thank you, Sergio. I actually have it that you're following, but thank you. Uh, like I say, uh, yes, week 10. Uh, you can head on over to uh, – it's the week 10 post. It's the it's the one that's pinned right now. So uh, what are some of the other things I want to talk about? Let me see. I should have them here right now. Give me a quick moment. I, we, we covered USA versus Mexico, John Gruden, Corey Benjamin, and Tom Brenneman. As you know, Tom Brenneman was fired from his role as 
a play-by-play announcer after 35 years for the homophobic comment that he made on air. And he was talking about how, folks, let it go. Let it go. He apologized on air before he was fired or even suspended. It was within an inning or two of the slur. Because it, it was a slur, no matter what you say. Whether you make fun, acknowledge, whatever, it wasn't as a slur. So be it, whatever. Beyond Moving beyond that, there are still people to this day saying, what well, it wasn't real, it wasn't legitimate, whatever. And he's like, dude, even his wife were of the player, as I mentioned earlier in this program, still get past it. It's over. It's done. Let it go. But unfortunately, some people cannot still. I I heard the apology. It was succinct. It was matter of fact. It was done. And it's just, it's done. Now, this whole thing with Aaron Rodgers, it's easy to pile on. He lied. He lied to everyone when he said that he was immunized. Dude, ivermectin, it's... It's a dewormer. Funny how you will listen to a podcast host for medical advice. Wow. Yeah, just just leave it out there, folks. You believe, and you also stated that the reason why you didn't get the shot is because you're allergic to something. That's in the vaccine. Okay. Well, thanks. Thanks for playing. That's all you should have said. Say, hey, you know what? I'm not going to take it. That's it. I'm allergic to an item in there. What it is, don't know, don't care. But you said it after the fact, after you said you were immunized. That's why people are pissed off at you. You've been an asshole all offseason, and now you're lying to people. That's why they don't like you. And as I commented last week, when Aaron Rodgers referred to, oh, I'm not going to pay attention to the woke crowd. Idiot. The minute you just referenced the woke crowd is you using them as an excuse. But as I've said over and over, these are athletes. They're sports players. Come on. Come on, folks. We're expecting them to be smart? No, we're expecting them to go out there and play and shut up. So, obviously, even they're not able to do that from time to time. So, yeah, it's your week 10. (laughs) It's just embarrassing. Just absolutely embarrassing. Uh, I'm not sure if I posted the article, but I'm going to go ahead and do it right now for the Tom Brenneman story. So you guys can follow up on that if you'd like. He apologized during the game. And, yeah. I'm actually listening to it again. It's right there. 
you guys can check it out. Uh, the apology, and this is what everyone's talking about. It, it's 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 pathetic. It's not even about cancel culture, folks. It's it, Sergio Ravens. That game's already passed. You can't pick them. Got to pick everyone else. So, I think you're being sarcastic. That's why. Like, come on, man. You know that. But uh, Brenneman, he apologized on air, and he figured he was going to lose his job. And sure enough, he did shortly thereafter. And that's already been a year now. People are saying it wasn't heartfelt. It was fake. I am giving him a pass insofar as I've heard him for so many years and I think he has great voice. I wish I had his voice. But uh, he did one thing wrong. Was it bad? Oh, good God, yes. And, and it is what he said. But it's done, folks. It is done. There are a lot of people that are commenting on it, myself included, and everyone else in the sports blogosphere. blogosphere. It's one thing to give your opinion, and it's another thing to just go out of your way to destroy someone. And it looks like this is what people are trying to do. It's That is the flavor of the day. And Brenneman had it, and everyone went for the kill. But I'm not trying to you know, use the legal term of diminish. He said what he did. It's done. So, all right. Beyond that, those are the items that I wanted to get to, folks. Uh, uh, Big Dog has some things going on. I don't have any other co-hosts with me, so it gets a little painful when I'm alone. I don't like speaking to people without having anyone to go on with. Uh, So I am going to be calling it pretty, pretty soon. Former Mets reliever Pedro Feliciano passed away at 45. That's a shame. At the time, no cause of death was reported. Did you guys hear that? I'm trying to control my, my, my stutter right there. At the time, when I elongate my words, I told you that that's how I do it. So the article is printing right now or being posted. I'm so sorry, not printing. It's being posted. So... Forty-five, man, and he was just short of ten years in the majors. That's a shame. In about a month or so, we're going to be talking about Hall of Famers and the vote. So uh, that'll be uh, that'll be interesting. I don't know if you guys saw the Atlanta Braves parade, but. Uh, the pitcher, uh, Metznik, uh, I'm, I'm butchering his name, was uh, actually detained because the police, who were security, did not know it was him. And uh, the team said, no, no, he's one of us. It was kind of funny. They thought he was just crashing the party. Now, Scott Boris did state this week that only 17 teams are going to genuinely be trying to win it all. 
this isn't breaking news. I guess it's someone on the inside, an agent, talking about it. We'll see. We'll see what's going to happen. But the contract ends on December, on, is it November 30th or December 1st? But if no agreement is reached by 11.59 p.m., December 1st, Major League Baseball could invoke a lockout. And I believe they are. Whoa, okay, someone, okay, I remember that sound now. So someone left a comment. Oh, thank you, Sergio. Uh, we'll see. If, um, hopefully you put those picks on the page. That way, Big Dog can go ahead. Did you? No. Okay. I'm going to... Okay, we have you as Ravens, Bills, Bucks, Falcons, Saints, Colts, Steelers, Patriots, Chargers. Okay. We'll see if we can get those picks in. Uh, where did you leave those? Sorry, folks. I'm just trying to see where Sergio left his picks. It was probably on my Facebook page. But no matter what, uh, we've got them right there. And uh, we have Ravens, Bills, Falcons, Falcons, Saints, Colts, Steelers, Patriots, Chargers, Cardinals, Broncos, Packers, Raiders, and Rams. Okay. You put in the comments on the post for Week 10. All right. Then they should be there. I did hear in the background that. So we'll see. So for the whole thing with Scott Boris, um, duh, we know this. Not every team is going to be competing for the crown. And that's been an issue that baseball's had for a long time. You have a lot of teams that spend not even a bare minimum to compete. The forever Miami Marlins. They're not spending. There is no minimum in Major League Baseball, such as in basketball. I believe there is. I don't believe there's a minimum in the NFL, and I don't know about the NHL. Guess we'll have to inquire. But... If there's no contract that is signed and it doesn't look like there's going to be, because the players in Major League Baseball, for some reason, are beyond pissed. Beyond pissed because they've been schnookered by the owners. Now, the players agree to all this that is happening right now, and they're angry because they agreed to stuff, and the owners are using the rules to their advantage. So now they're a bunch of angry little kids. Because they've been bested by their parents. You agreed to this. Donald Fear, who has not passed away yet, would never have agreed to anything that has been agreed to in the last 15 years. So these players are pissed off. Well, whatever. Hopefully they can come to an agreement. If not, I mean, baseball is not going to die by any means, but. There are some attendance issues that they need to worry about. Dodgers, oh, my God. I don't know how they're doing it, folks. I, well, look, okay, I know how the Dodgers are doing it. They're investing ungodly sums of money in this team to be competitive. But now they're learning what it is to be the Yankees. Spend a lot of money. You don't always get the crown. Just because you spend the money doesn't mean you're always going to win, as we've just seen in this last baseball season. A year ago, I had mentioned the Dodgers have to learn how to win. 
as the Yankees did. Yankees won four times. In the last 26 years, the Yankees have four World Series crowns. Boston has four, seven, 11, and 18. They also have four World Series crowns. And I don't know who are the other. Dodgers have one. And a whole bunch. Oh, the Giants have four World Series crowns as well. Because they won this year. No, I'm sorry. They did not win this year. But do they have three or four? Okay, well, whatever. The point is, three teams have dominated, surprisingly. Giants, the Red Sox, and the Yankees in the last 26 years. But if you take away 1996, 25 years, now it's Boston, Giants, and Yankees. Boston has four. Yankees have three. Giants have either three or four. Ugh, I'll have to take a look at that. Most first dates? I'm not sure what you mean by that, Sergio, but hopefully you'll clarify that in a moment. But uh, going back to uh, what Bora said, these these guys are just pissed off that they've been bested by the owners. So I, I don't see that there's going to be a deal done. If there's no deal, the players will be locked out. The owners have that option. It just means they're not going to get paid during the strike. What a shock. Hopefully it'll be resolved fast. But Oh, was I talking about the attendance dates? Yeah, the, the attendance numbers. Maybe that's Sergio. I don't know. But scorekeeper is now babbling. So Disappointed that the years of unending labor piece in Major League Baseball are over. The commissioner is not the sharpest tool in the shed, but all of you have yourselves to blame. You would, you allowed him to be elected. I ran for commissioner. My page is still up. Roger Noriega for Major League Baseball commissioner, as is Rogelio Noriega for Kansas 2022. I'm not kidding. I am running for governor of Kansas uh, for 2022. So, uh, Oh, just because you spend the money on first days doesn't mean you're going to win or score. Okay. All right, Sergio. My wonderful compatriot, Big Dog here, has made fun of the fact that I've gone out on eight dates with the person. And forgive me for revealing some stuff, but in his mind, nothing has happened. I'm enjoying the company of an adult. During COVID-19, last year, every time I went out, I specifically stated that these are adult dates. And what are adult dates? When two adults go out. Big Dog says, oh, well, no, that means more. No, we're in the middle of COVID-19. Two adults are going out to spend time with each other. That's it. Nothing expected, nothing else. And I was laughed at by the Big Dog and by a few others because, well, those aren't adult dates. Whatever. Sorry. I made it clear what they were back then. And apparently I'm wrong. So whatever. But just because you spend the money on first dates doesn't mean you're going to win a score. Sergio? Uh, yeah, I agree. <laughs> but I'm just looking to spend time with an adult. So that's it. I'm not looking for anything else. And uh, ridicule me, make fun of me as much as you want. 
a lot of other people do so it's okay but i do find that funny sergio thank you it's something that i should evaluate but it's not going to matter folks the best thing that you could do guys guys seriously or and girls sorry and okay i'm not going to get into the alphabet soup of the letters but this to every individual sorry i'm old so uh get a movie pass i purchased a regal movie pass it's 282 for the year and you get unlimited movies well the real oh like the dodgers i meant okay good circle uh the movie pass i paid 282 and this is the real cost to me every time i purchase a ticket it's 50 cents so that's easy man that's awesome and i have two so every time I want to go see a movie, it costs me a dollar if I take someone with me. So it's a bargain. I, 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 now, AMC has a different movie pass where it is any movie three times a week. And what does that mean? The Regal Pass is any 2D movie. If you want to see a 3D or an IMAX, it's an extra charge. Go figure. I'm happy with the 2D. The stadium seating, the reclining seat. Oh, man, they're awesome. So, wait for the new Resident Evil movie. Sergio, when is that? Okay? I have no one in my universe that I'm going to see that movie with. So, cousin, when is the date? I haven't seen you in a while, Sergio. Let's go see the movie. My treat. <laughs> I know. What a cheap little bastard, right? No, I'll keep you aside, Sergio. I'll go up and see you. We can go half. You don't, we don't even have to go halfway. I'll go up. It's, what is it? Two and a half hours to get out there? <laughs> yeah, it's a dollar. <laughs> hey, my treat, pal. But uh, it's good. Uh, folks. Let me know if you're in Southern California you want to go see a movie. Come on, just give me a call. So it's all good. I believe in sharing. Uh, okay, February 12th. Oh, damn it. That's in the middle of tax season. Oh, man. That's going to be a little bit harder. But who knows? We'll see. Maybe during the week. Yeah, that's going to be difficult. But you know what? I committed to it. We should make it happen, dude. Yeah. Or is that December 2nd? Wait a minute. Hold on. Resident Evil. I should check this out. Actually, I should check out the movie now. There's several movies I want to see this weekend before they leave the theater. I know some of them are on HBO, but don't care. Uh, It's still watching them in the theater is really cool. Resident Evil. Wait a minute, is this one playing now? Resident Evil, welcome to Raccoon City. Is that right? It's playing right now? I didn't know it was playing. It's is it playing right now? I'll have to talk to you. Maybe not this weekend. Maybe next weekend. Um, yeah, got to find out. 
Have you seen Halloween Kills or Candyman yet? I'm slacking, but they are one and two on my list. No, Tony, I have not. I don't know if Candyman is still in the theater. You know what? Let, let me check. Uh, I'm going to go to the app right now. I actually wanted to see those movies. I really did. And uh, let me see. I'm going to open up the app right now and see what is playing in my area at least. I actually did want to see them because... Okay, hold on. Let me see. Now playing. Oh. I'm going to go see Last Night in Shoho. Oh, Halloween Kills is still playing, and it looks like it's all around. Eternals. I know. Oh, I didn't go see Last Duel. Sanchi, I think, is now on Disney, but it's still playing. I do not see Candyman in my area, at least through the app. So we'll see. But all right. Uh, Monday Night America, uh, this is the first announcement. Monday Night America may be moving because I was elected to my bargaining committee, I was not elected chair. So it was, I lost by one vote. So whatever. It's all right. It doesn't matter. I'm still in bargaining. And it looks like our meetings are going to be on Monday nights. I don't know how long they're going to last. But uh, we're negotiating a new contract with my employer as well. I doubt we're going to get locked out, though. But uh, it's okay. Uh, and it looks like our meetings are going to be on Monday night. So I may be moving Monday night in America to Wednesday night in America. We'll see. I don't know yet. Maybe I'll do a Friday where I go see a movie and then I do a program. It'll be live and I'll talk about the movies I go out and watch. I may do that for a little while. Uh, my contract expires on March 31st, 2021, 2022. So we're in a rush to get our stuff going. Our training begins in December, but it looks like it's going to be all online, so we should be okay. We'll see. I am all over the place, folks. Candyman is not available in my area, but Halloween, I've got to go see it. But it's a scary movie, folks. Go alone. Clifford, the big dog, is now out. See that one right there? It's Clifford. I do want to go see The Addams Family. There are a lot of movies I want to go see. Uh, Dune. No Time to Die. Uh, now, the movies that I've seen so far, folks, in just the last little bit, well, I want to see Last Night in Shoho. Free Guy. Folks, if you get a chance. Yes, Sergio. As a matter of fact, that's exactly what I do. Uh... I have the logos where I change the name. It's Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday, Thursday. Because it used to be Tuesday night in America. And then we switched to Monday night in America. So that's how I have it. The logo just has a different name on there. Thank you, Sergio. That's exactly what I have. Uh, Free Guy, folks. I went to see it. I enjoyed it. I, I humbly recommend you watching the big screen. It, it was fun. But it's not playing anymore, I don't think so. No, actually, it still is. It's in the Ontario Palace here. Uh, oh, no. That's where I saw it. I saw Cry Macho, Jungle Cruise, Sanchi, uh, Stillwater. 
The Protégé, I did enjoy. Snake Eyes, I did enjoy. Old, I was disappointed. Uh, Free Guy again. And oh, that's just it right now. I've seen more than that. I've seen probably 20 movies now. Uh, which I'm getting my money's worth. I already, if I even take the matinee price, I've already earned it back. So I do believe in that. All right, folks, uh, we may be doing a Friday night or a Thursday night program. I don't know. We'll see. But due to my negotiating contracts, that's where I'm at right now. So it's going to be a temporary change to Monday Night in America. We'll see. Who knows? Maybe Sergio wants to do a program. We'll see. So, all right, folks, I'm going to call it right now. It is 8.36 a.m. I'm way off topic. We are a sports program, but we do talk about movies and Marvel stuff from time to time. I do humbly recommend New Guy. That one was just fun. So, even the Jungle Cruise was all right. It was okay. But there it is. Stay tuned for news. Uh, tomorrow, Casey Shapiro is on. Uh, they'll be doing both of the Walking Dead episodes. Uh, you can catch it at 5.30 p.m. Pacific time on blogtalkradio.com forward slash Media. She's on our radio side. Uh, Monday night, America is in doubt for right now. So and then we have Fandom Access on blogtalkradio.com forward slash Media at 7 p.m. on Tuesday. On Wednesday, we have Travel Talk Radio at 4 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, the Rock and Roll Shrink is not on this Wednesday. It's on every other Wednesday. So uh, I guess they'll be on for Thanksgiving week. On Thursday, Travel Edge Radio at 5 p.m. is also on blogtalkradio.com. So that's the schedule for right now. So we'll see. See, it says, damn old. Wasn't that good? I've been looking forward to it. <laughs> well, low expectations, LOL. Uh, you know... There's always a twist in his movies. I didn't I wasn't I didn't like it. I like most of Shamalalalan's movies. I I was a bit disappointed with this one. So it may not be a bad movie, it's just I was disappointed by it. That's all. But Mr. Shamalalalan Yeah, I don't think the movie did very well in the theaters as well. But I did see that one on August 26th. So, all right. And there are some upcoming movies I want to see as well, so I'm looking forward to it. I have to watch the uh, the new Fantastic Beasts ones before the most recent one comes out. I know, coming soon. Oh, I want to see Ghostbusters. I definitely want to see that one. I want to see King Richard. Oh, Resident Evil opens up in 11 days. House of Gucci, maybe. But IMAX, uh, the Ghostbusters, I definitely want to see that one. Encanto, yeah. Probably going to go see it as well. And those are the items that are coming up. We'll see. 
All right. But I think uh, one of the other books. Yeah. <laughs> you got that. Yeah. My sha la 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 la. Yeah. I forget who I heard saying that, but it's good. Tony, Sergio, everyone else that's watching us, folks, thanks. I'm just belaboring at this point. And uh, like I say, it's I eternally am grateful for the comments in the chat room, but it is difficult not having someone else on. Now, did I dot tax online? That one's easy. Yeah, you know, Starkeeper just goes on and on and on. And there is an episode at 8 p.m. on Sunday. Folks, oh, I did not mention that. I'm going to be talking about debit cards on that program. It's at 8 p.m. Uh, I'm going to be talking about debit cards and credit cards, but the danger of the debit cards, and I'm going to be explaining why that you should switch. And I guess I'm talking about it now because not that not this audience translates all the way over there. But folks, one of the dangers of having a debit card is if they do get your debit card number, they can drain your account. And your bank has 90 to a hundred, you know, six, 90 days to six months. Some banks will fight you on it that you can get your money back. And this is your primary money in your checking account. So if you have credit issues, and this is what I'm going to talk about on Sunday night. Folks, I don't care if you can't get a credit card. You can still get a credit card at Capital One, sometimes even with Discover and another bank, even Bank of America. You can put in for a secured card. Yes, you have to send them money. But with Capital One, They'll probably ask you for a $100 deposit, and they'll give you two or $300. But with the app, with Capital One, you can make payments which are credited almost immediately, if not the next day. So there's no excuse that, oh, it takes too long to make payments. Cut it out. You need an account, a checking account or savings account. Hook it up to the app, and you can use your credit card to make all of your purchases. That's why you're more protected. If someone gets your credit card and... You know, it's a lot more difficult for them to drain your account on a credit card. They can do it on a debit card. They can take everything. So, folks, please, you need to avoid debit cards. It is one of the one of the greatest shams and risks that we have. And I'm going to talk more about that on Sunday night on Jedi Tax Online. And you can find us at Facebook.com forward slash Jedi tax. No dot, just Jedi tax. So like our page, follow us, please. Uh, there's a lot of articles of interest that are going up almost daily there, but debit cards, folks, oh, avoid them. I have so many times my clients are contacting me for help on that, and it is difficult, and sometimes we can get quick results, but bank, there's so much fraud going on now that it's so difficult to get them to respond fast. So do your best to stop using a debit card. Or if you're going to use a debit card, make sure it's not tied into your savings. So if a transaction is taken from your card, they might still be able to access your savings. Avoid debit cards. It's the best thing I can tell you. But I'm going to talk about more about them on Sunday night, as well as a few other items too, end of year item, whatever. But check it out. I thank you for being on with me. It is always a thrill, an honor, and a privilege spending time with you guys. And I look forward to speaking to you guys real soon. So just bear with us on our schedule. My sister's coming over today in about two hours. We have to go see a paralegal. (sighs) 
family issues. Not for me. Just family issues. It's Love you guys. Appreciate you. We'll see you guys on the other side. And we'll be on next week.